bad night. That is so funny, bro. Yeah, it is. S E G G S. Yeah, you saw that on there. It's it's on there, like, cause cause the um that. that clip has like the captions of what she's saying. But I do see it play other places. No, I, yeah, like, I've seen it a sex bunch. Is not a, sex is not a curse word. Like, what's yeah, the what, what, what are we worried about? Yeah, like, I just, I don't even know. I feel like people just want to be goofy about shit. Yeah. It's sex, man. Let's be proud. Yeah, I, I don't care. Having sex. Let's test this audio before we get started. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Sunlight dancing in my skin, let's go deep within, think again, what you've been told is not the truth, yeah you made a goal, open your soul and let it loose, when you know what's up, then you gon' go and show and prove, sunlight dancing in my skin, let's go deep within, think again, what you've been told is not the truth, yeah you made a goal, open your soul and let it loose, when you know what's up, then you must go and show and prove, thinking about the times I was thinking all the time, wasn't even even making moves cause I ain't know what to do Trying to formulate a plan, get this money, take a stand But I couldn't understand cause I didn't know the truth See I ain't know how to heal cause I ain't know how to love Feeling too ashamed to ask, filled with guilt about my past I was going through some things I ain't wanna tell nobody I was raised to try to fix it all alone, that was my problem a problem child and a prodigy, an oddity, sent on an odyssey, young anomaly, life's a freak, she almost swallowed me, trials and tribulations wasn't meant to conquer me, transform me to what I gotta be for prophecy, profiting off doing the work, transmute the hurt and vibrate at 528 hertz, when it's hard just put your heart in it, and always keep it authentic, evolve spirit, we all kindred like sunlight, dancing in my skin, let's go deep within, thank again. What you've been told is not the truth Yeah, you made a goal Open your soul and let it loose Once you know what's up Then you must go and show and prove Sunlight dancing in my skin Let's get deep within Think again What we've been told is not the truth Yeah, we made a goal Open your soul and let it loose When you know what's up Then you must go and show and prove Sunlight dancing in my skin yeah. Let's go deal with things. Hey, 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 hey. Cause you made it go. Open up soul. Once you know, then you know where you gotta go. Jason. Welcome back. You are back on the bench on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, uh, home of sports, music, and mayhem. Yeah. Don't forget, uh, we're all available. All those things. Yeah. We're available on, on all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Uh, we're doing well. Um, we're doing well. We, on, on we strive to do better. And we strive to do a lot better. Like LeBron James, we're striving for greatness. <laughs> I do love that catchphrase. Yeah. That's solid. I like that one. Yeah. Who, who, whoever came up that for that for his team, uh, hope, hopefully they got a raise after that. Hopefully it was LeBron, man. 
we all witnesses. I think that was a Nike thing. I think the witness was Nike. I think Nate I think Strive for Greatness was him. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, maybe somebody on the team. Yeah, maybe somebody on the team. Yeah. Shout out to the team. Shout out to the team. Everybody <laughs> needs a strong team around. Them. Yeah, everybody does, man. And uh, t- uh, uh, today on the bench, man, we got a lot of uh, uh, fun and interesting and uh, some good updates, um, lively updates here. Uh, De- De- DeMar, yeah, DeMar. Way to roll into lively update from right. the guy who almost died. Exactly. Uh, DeMar from the uh, Buffalo Bills, his uncle gives us an update. We're going to play that video clip and then, of course, talk about the situation and where the teams go from here. Uh, Skip and Shannon, uh, they're trending uh, all over social media and entertainment. Uh, you know, we'll get into that. Gabrielle Union. We'll see what why she's in the news. It's not for a movie, I can tell you that. <laughs> Waka Flocka, he says some things that inspired me in his latest interview. I, I really love that interview from him. Donovan Mitchell and the NBA is going crazy with points being scored. Yeah. And uh, if you got to leave this earth, man, it may you, you may want it to be the way that this this man died here. And we all are going to leave there. Let's make no mistake. Yeah, you are that. going to leave. It's just a matter of when and how. When and how. And if you get to choose how. Out of all of the... Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah. So we'll get to that. Uh, first here... Uh, Especially you. That's your thing, man. Perhaps above all others. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely get there. Uh, once again, you guys are on the bench. Now, DeMar Hamlin from the uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, first of all, the game had started off. It was a, uh, a good game versus the Bengals. The Bengals went up 7-3. Um, first of all, I like when teams... When you get the coin flip, and you say, "I want the ball," we're going to put our offense on. Because a lot of you're times, you're not a defer to the second half. No, guy. man. Especially really? when you have that guy, because it's almost like you're sending a message. Okay. I'm going to come out here. I'm going to score. There's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You know what I mean? And that's what the Bengals did. They got it. They scored right away. And then uh, they made a stand in the field goal. And then uh, the play heard around the world happens, uh, where Demar. And uh, um, first of all. I'm fumbling around on my uh, fire stick, so I didn't get to catch the play live because when you're on the fire stick and the whole world is watching the game, it, 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 it just messes up, man. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's very cheap. It's cheap, but you, you get what you pay. And yeah, I was gonna say, just spread spread a little <laughs> money and get the proper stuff to watch games. But when I when I did get to watch the play, you know, I I, I still believe I don't think it's the hit. I think it was a. I don't think it was the hit on the receiver that he was trying to make that caused him uh, that trouble there. I, I, it, you know, we're going to find out. I'm not a doctor. Nobody plays doctor on TV. so You didn't uh, even say the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> I know. Right? Well, maybe I did. Oh, hey. <laughs> but, um, Woke up a porn star. <laughs> I know, right? But, no, seriously, it, it, I, it could be like a pre, uh, something, uh, issue he may have had before or something like that. It's what it really looks like because he, when he, he gets up and then you just fall down. It's, yeah, I mean. Did to, you to, think it was to, a concussion to, at first? Or? Uh, wasn't sure. It didn't seem like a concussion either. So just to put in context, if you haven't seen the play, T. Higgins catches a ball moving kind of across the field. And DeMar comes up and, and tackles him. He's kind of in an upright position, like he knows he's going to have to like chase T. Higgins. But T. kind of like lowers his shoulder and kind of goes into his body and kind of goes down on top of him. And DeMar rolls up like no problem. And then like a moment or so pauses, and he basically collapses to the ground. And, and we know now that he was in cardiac arrest at that point. The tackle 
there did not seem in watching hours of football every year like did not seem to be anything remarkable about it um where you'd say man that's good you know that i'm you know somebody's gonna be hurting that tackle the fact that he got up like immediately like he would in, in any other circumstance was also made it feel like it was normal and so there, there's again it's probably going to be a, a medical decision or diagnosis to what exactly happened but I, you know my instinct was that there may be some sort of cardio issue cardiac issue with him maybe an arrhythmia or something like that that was triggered perhaps by the contact or just the exertion of playing in that moment i don't know i, I mean and now they're saying it had it may have have had something to do with his lungs like his lungs may have collapsed things like that that's why he had a lot of trouble breathing and yeah. a matter of fact uh for, for you know he he had needed help breathing so they had him on like even when they transported him to the hospital well yeah but one of the issues that you have is when you when you go into cardiac arrest they're using the pads and they're yeah. using the compressions and that you know that alone can fracture ribs can damage lungs chest bruise chest cat uh you know sternum and things like that especially when you're talking about having uh you know cpr compressions over an extended period of time which i'm sure he did so you know the the, the and the, his uh i think it's his uncle was interviewed recently and he did acknowledge there was there was some injuries to his lungs but but that seemed to be primarily from the cpr from the that CPR. was that was performed you know once he went down uh you know Again, you know, you you watch sports. You know, you, you don't want to see people injured, but in football, you know it's going to happen. It's just a reality of the game, and you know, you, you hope it's you know, there's not a catastrophic injury. But but in some way, if you're somebody who watches a lot of football, you know, you tend to recognize certain injuries. You recognize the non-contact guy has a knee injury. You, you recognize a guy pulling up with an Achilles. You recognize situations where concussions are likely. What's so shocking and what happened to DeMar is, is the, the, the heart attack. That's not something – you know, there is precedent for it. It's happened. In fact, and I didn't know this until uh, our good friend Will Lee posted it, an NFL player died in a game of cardiac arrest in 1971. My understanding is the only time that that's, that's happened. So it's not completely unprecedented, but certainly not something you see on a week-to-week basis. And the way a player reacts in cardiac arrest, it, it, it was shocking to see. And uh, you know, the players were shaken up, the, everything, everyone in the stadium was, and then so many people watching this unfold at home, like didn't know how to react and 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 so forth. Yeah, and and, and, that, and you know what's interesting is when you look at sports and you look at guys, right? I'm going to play the, the clip from uh, DeMar's uncle in a second here. But when we when we take a look at it, like just, you know, guys in everyday life, me, you, every other guy, play fantasy football, we go to the gym, things like that, all the guys in the world. If you really pay attention, even the wildest, craziest, looniest of guys who we don't listen to and have conversations with anyhow, they don't talk about football in the same vein that they do other sports, like as far as the athletes, right? Like you get you get guys talking about basketball players. Oh, Rondo, he's a bum. He can't shoot. You get me talking about Ben Simmons, you, get, <laughs> you know, and you get you get all of, you get you know you get that about with baseball. I hear guys talk about that with soccer and those in that in that lane. And 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 sometimes even in boxing, even though boxing is dangerous, I get that from boxing sometimes. Uh, like people talk about Floyd Mayweather, how soft his punches are and stuff like that. But in football, I don't, I don't hear that. I don't hear guys talk about that the same way. Like God, I don't hear so, yeah. them talk about. I and, and and I think a lot of that comes from 
a lot of us tried football, real football, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so we know, first of all, how how dangerous it is and how hard it is. And 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 ninety percent of those guys wouldn't be able to like have those type of conversations because they're terrible. And in comparison, you know. I'm not an NBA guy, never, uh, couldn't dream of it, right? But, you know, one day in the gym, I'm there uh, one, one, during one of Juan's runs, and um, our guy from the Trailblazers is there, Anthony. Uh, Anthony Simons. Yeah, I'm on his team. That's my best shooting night I've ever had in my entire life. And So in your head, you get, you know, crazy ideas. <laughs> Yeah, Do I need yeah, a tryout no. from the 76ers? So, but it, but NFL that doesn't happen. I think we know we know like deep down inside like this game is dangerous and it's hard. Shit it's, can different. It's, it's different. It's different. And, and we we said this before. Like, okay, you know, you, you could play a basketball in high school. You could play college. You could even play at a professional level, and then that can end for you. But you could still continue to have a meaningful basketball experience, and that's what me and you have. We play a couple times a week or, or whatever. You cannot. I mean, there's just no situation where people are strapping pads on and playing full contact football. I mean, once one, if you if your football ends in high school, that's it. It's there. If it you get there. to college, it ends there. And if you're one of the few that make the NFL and you step away from that game, that's it. You're never putting the pads on again. I, I played Pop Warner football. I played like five years of Pop Warner football. My final game, and I'll never forget, was uh, was in Eatonville, and it was in uh, the the field's been uh, taken down essentially, but it's you could see it on I four just in Eatonville where they would have the Zora uh, Neil Hurston yeah. Festival from Danbury, Connecticut. That's where I played my last full pad contact game. Mm. Never forget that, you know. But I knew it. You know, once I chose not to play in high school, I was never going to play again. Right. It, it is a different game. It takes a different mentality. Um, to play the game, what, what was a really eye-opening experience for me when I was in, when I, I think I was like in middle school or something, um, we went to see um, an Army football game at West Point, and I was playing Pop Warner, and you know you kind of think that you play hard or you think you can hit a little bit, and I remember going in, and this is basically low-level Division One football, and watching the game with good seats, you're like. God damn, these guys play. I mean, like they're fearless. Like, yeah. the, you know, the, like the contact, it's full speed. The the, the pace, everything's moving. The thumping there, it, it it's just different. And you, know, I mean, I, I remember distinctly thinking, just watching that, like, there's not a lot of people cut out for this. No, there's just not. <laughs> and you elevate that to the higher D one to the NFL and what those guys do, what they can do, and what they're willing to do. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's different, man. It is is a whole. I mean, you, you really have to have the utmost respect for for anybody that plays football at a high level, for, for that like personal fear thing. No, for sure, for sure. And let me play the quick video from his from his uncle here. His, his uncle, uncle now, now telling us his heart stopped twice, once on the field, and then once when the ambulance arrived there at the hospital. Tonight he is at UC Medical Center where he was last listed in critical condition. He's still sedated right now. Um, they just want him to have a better chance of uh, recovering better. So they felt that if he's sedated, his body can heal a lot faster um, than if he was, if he was um, woke and um, possibly cause other complications. And we're just taking it day by day. You know, um, seems like he's trending upwards in a, a positive way. 
And he also said he is using about 50% of the oxygen that they were first giving him. So all of that is encouraging him. One's uncle saying there was some damage to his lungs, though, after several minutes of chest compressions, which is pretty common, we're told. He's currently on a ventilator to help him breathe and to take some strain off of his lungs. Right. So, yeah, so that's 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 the DeMar update there. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be waiting for, for more positive news, of course. Yeah. Um, now, the 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 I, I, I guess you could say un, not unfortunate, but uncomfortable for some. The conversation it you, you know it has to switch to okay. When is this game? Is this game going to be replayed? Or you know what is the NFL going to do? You know, and what's next? Um, there's a there was a lot riding on that game. And um, for seeding purposes, um, you know, when the NFL added um, a third playoff team, which this is the first year is set up that way, that means there's only one seed, one team from each conference that gets, a bye, five. that gets a playoff bye. Yep. And the Buffalo Bills were in the catbird seat uh, for that number one bye. All they had to do was win, and they're in. They're number, you know, uh, they essentially, locked it down. They, they would have locked it down. Um, you know. So now, if this game is not replayed, right, which, in my opinion, is the easiest way for the NFL to do this, if they just, you know, cancel the game, and or you know, or you know, whatever, you can uh, treat it as a, a tie, excuse me, or a cancel. That would mean all the Kansas City Chiefs have to do is beat the Oakland Raiders team and then uh, a Las Vegas Raiders team, and then they get the number one overall seed. Yeah. Um. So. You know that is it's it's tough. So what you know it, the Bills, the the players from both teams, the players and coaching staff, they moved and they wanted that game to be canceled, right? So that you know the NFLPA, the players, they wanted that game to be canceled. No one can blame them. Uh, it was a devastating uh, event there. But what do you do about this game? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm probably going to touch base later with with Skip Bayless, but I mean. I would be dishonest as, as I'm watching this unfold, you know, you're hoping that, the, you know, DeMar's going to be okay or, or, or survive whatever's going on at that moment. But there was a part when it's, this is happening live. I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to try to play? Are they going to make a decision to not play? And if they make a decision to not play, what is the implication of this? Because these are two teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Seeding could be significant. There could be a trickle-down effect on the outcome of this game with with other seeds and other teams that aren't directly involved in that. Like you said, the Chiefs now uh, could potentially benefit from this. And at the end of the day, the, the league is a business, and it's a business based on competitiveness. Yeah. And, and when, you know, sad to say, I mean, in a couple weeks, when we're in the midst of the playoffs, this is going to matter to some people. Yeah. Do I have a buy? Am I playing at home, or do I have to travel now to to somebody else's stadium when when all this is on the line? And it's not to say that that, that you know a person's life or the potential loss of their life doesn't matter. It certainly does, you know. But there's also a context that all these things happen in that has to be you know to be dealt with, and 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 in some way, you know. There has to be some sort of fair outcome to this, yeah. So that you know, so that everyone is, uh, you know, so the the playoffs preserve their integrity, and and the, essentially the season does. Exactly. 
And, um, uh, yeah, it's tough to have it this way. The Buffalo Bills have one of the most competitive home field advantages in the NFL, period, entirely. Uh, just because of the weather when it gets around this time of the year. Those guys are so acclimated. Josh Allen has probably the strongest arm in the league. So he is just an advantage for that team. They have a rabid fan base, too. They have a rabid fan base. They really get into it. You know, negative 30-degree weather is not going to deter them from showing up and selling out the game, the exactly. stadium. So, you know, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts. Now, if they don't cancel the game, they don't or don't count it as a tie. The other options are there is a by essentially a bye week, right, for the NFL they use for now they're calling it Pro Bowl activities. You know, they're going to do these, you know, throwing and running and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's not a game anymore. So you do have that week. They could flex it to that week. Now, the, the, you know, that would mean that they're playing every, you know, they're, 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 the, the teams don't get that by. All the other teams get that week off. They're going to be playing. So there'll be the right. only two. There'll be the only two teams playing. That's, you know, do you think that's fair? Um, you know? Uh, so there's different there's different things. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure somebody in the league office is hoping that, you know, maybe the Chiefs lose to the Raiders, and so there's maybe no actual consequence to this game, and it could just be declared a, a void game, and the seedings fall as they otherwise would. If you're the Chiefs, do you do you consider that? To losing the game? Yeah. No, it's business is winning. Yeah. You need to put it on the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's I mean, what, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's yeah. your job. These are your aspirations. Yeah. I mean, Pat Mahomes is trying to stack Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, this is he's going to want every advantage he can. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, no, I mean, it, 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 it's certainly a tragic event. Um, and in the context that it occurred, you know, during a game, it, it, it's, you know, it's going to impact everybody. It is. Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. We're available on all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. <coughs> Excuse me here. Now, now, throughout all of this madness, you had something. No, I, oh. I, the only thing that just kind of drifted into my head, but, but it, it's not really applicable because there was there was no um, there was no competitive significance to it. But when, when the three Virginia players lost their lives in a shooting. Yeah, you know, Virginia basically canceled the rest of their football season, and the NCAA awarded everybody in that program an extra year of eligibility. And you know, you, you don't really have that option with the NFL and with these being playoff teams. No, you lose a year of your prime. Yeah, but you lose a year of your prime. <laughs> but as far as I mean, the yeah. play, these teams are in the playoffs now. Yeah. Like, like I mean, again, we don't want this to happen again. But like, if that event had happened at Georgia or TCU or Ohio State or Michigan. I don't think that happens. Uh, they wouldn't happen. I mean, yeah. they would. They would play. Yeah, they, I guarantee you to play. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, no. That's okay. So throughout the entireness of this madness here, you have um, Skip Bayless. Uh, you kind of alluded to it a little bit there. You know, he's sending out a tweet uh, right in real time um, as r soon as uh, Hamlin. Uh, as soon as Demar gets injured, right, it gets hurt, and he's on the field laying out there, and 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 essentially, you know, he's asking, okay, is the NFL going to continue this game? He's wondering, excuse me, is the NFL going to continue this game? What are the options for them? What are they going to do? And then, you know, everybody comes, um, NFL players, NBA players, you know, the sports world, entertainment world, everybody comes out, and they're saying how, you know, how insensitive he is. 
He needs to be fired. I mean, whatever you can think of, they're <laughs> tweeting at him. They're saying it. The next working day for those guys uh, at, at Fox Sports on Undisputed, Shannon Sharp doesn't show up, you know, at all. Um, for their show together. For their show together. So Skip is there manning the entire show by himself, which which was a weird thing to see. Um, and, you know, so, so the next day, which is today, Shannon shows up to work. And his, you know, he's he's starting out saying, "Hey, I want to address the rumors on why I missed, uh, missed today." He he started off by saying it as if he didn't miss yesterday because of the tweet, but he just, I don't know, he just like, "I, I want to address, you know, the rumors on why I wasn't here." And, the, and Skip's tweet is exactly what his words. And then he and then he says, and he's going on to address it, and in the middle of that, he's saying he's, you know, he's telling Skip, "Hey, you know, the 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 um." I don't know if he used the word supervisors or manager, whatever the case may be, but he's like, hey, I, I, I know that they reached out to you and asked you to take it down or uh, uh, or address your comments or whatever. And Skip's like, no, nobody called me. Nobody texted me. To tell me. <laughs> and as Will Lee pointed out, the the, uh, the 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 show the day before, he says, hey, you know, yeah, they called me. It was like, <laughs> I need to, uh, um, you know, I need to address and kind of tone down my comments or explain, further explain or what happened. I, I, you know, the thing about it is these sports talk shows, right? And, and, and the thing about the outrage, I made a post on Facebook saying fake outrage on Skip Bayless. Here goes the thing. Skip Bayless is the top man in that in his industry and has been for the last 15, 20 years. This is, I don't know, top 50 craziest, like tough or bad or in, in, in inconsiderate things he has said um, about a person. Um, it, it doesn't even crack his top five. And his audience has only grown is his, 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 his biggest ratings come a day after he has said these things. And, 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 and I don't know if it's America. I don't know if we, I don't want to say we're so dumb that we don't understand. I'll say it, but I'll say it hundred percent. You can't continue to say you don't like a person and you hate a person and you want this person to be fired, but continue to watch this person. Continue to watch his tweets. I didn't even know he tweeted that. I don't follow yeah. Skip Bayless. Yeah, I don't follow him at all. If it wasn't for Facebook and I, you know, and people saying, I'm like, oh, what is Skip doing now? You know, you know, you, you know, if you don't watch him, if you don't retweet him, <laughs> if you don't follow him on IG, then and, and he, he doesn't be, fucking matter. He fades away. <laughs> I said this about Trump. Yeah, I said the fact that that every newscast during his whole fucking fake presidency. Talked about him every day, every single ad nauseum. It gives him what he wants in that regard. And Skip Bayless's career is predicated on being an obnoxious little dickhead. Mm -hmm. He's not an athlete. He's not a former player. He doesn't really have the respect of anybody that ever played the game. And he's always been a bad hot take guy. And his whole career is based on saying you know, hot take, sort of borderline outlandish, sometimes inappropriate stuff to create a buzz. Yeah. And it's all, you know, any attention is good attention in his book. And he's built a, a 25, 30-year career on this. Yeah. Because we as people are fucking stupid enough <laughs> to give a shit. Yeah. And we are. We are. It's ridiculous. I mean, we, we do this show. Yeah. And, and we've kind of discussed. It's like, yeah, a lot of times these you know, podcasts and other shows, they do great when the, the two hosts come on and argue about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or they just say outlandish things. And it's like, I don't want to exist in that space. Yeah. I, I, I want to have quality discourse. 
and and in and believe in what I'm saying. And Skip Bayless gave that up long ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, really has you know never never valued it. No, and his whole career is is based on this dynamic. So you know what he said. Then what he said on the show by himself and then lying about it the next day, that's completely on brand for Skip Bayless. What else is new is my thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> the thing is, you know, we love, yeah, we love whether you uh, agree with it or not, the people that watch these shows, we love it when guys do that, right? That's what keeps us watching. That's what keeps us entertained. You know, there's a reason why Skip Bayless makes six, seven million dollars a year doing this. And, 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 and it, you know, it, whether you agree to it or not, if you watch these sports shows, you like Skip Bayless. It's just it's just is what it is. Because well, even if you don't, even if you don't think you like right, him, you are building his brand. Yes. yes. You are enhancing his value. That's a better way to put and, it. And I mean, and there's the um, there was a Howard Stern movie years ago. And one of the scenes in the movie, and it, it was, I never forget it. Um, Howard Stern came on the radio in New York, and he was saying outlandish stuff and, and doing crazy sexual stuff on the air. And it was caught, everyone was completely been out of shape. It was kind of unprecedented at the time. And then there was, you know, the numbers were coming in. And it's like, you know, I remember there's one scene, and this guy's like, people that love Howard Stern listen to the show for an average of 26 minutes and 32 seconds a day. Listeners that hate Howard Stern listen for 42 minutes and 17 <laughs> seconds. And it was that was what it was. Yeah. The people that hated him or said that they hated him ended up tuning in for longer than the people that openly said they liked him. Yeah. They're waiting for the next thing to, that he's going to say. They're waiting for the controversy. Now, where we are now in social media, it's magnified. It's exemplified because, again, I don't watch skip bayless's show at all never cared for him think he's a bum but when i go on social media if he says anything at all there's uh you know a hundred or thousand outlets that are going to retweet share the clip because why because it gets them views and it increases their band just by showing something dumb that he said yeah and and again it cycles back to him he's out there everybody's sharing his content and like you said, the next day after he says something stupid, people are, well, what's going to happen? Yeah, what's going to happen? And you have, it's not it's not a coincidence that his co-host, maybe not for long, <laughs> is a black former athlete. The, the opposite of what he is. Yeah. And, 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 and there's this, and, and again, it was really uh, strong in this situation. There's always this almost like, is Shannon going to make him accountable for this? You know, I can yell into my you know twi uh, Twitter account or whatever and, and think he's an asshole, but there's no impact. Yeah. But but we know on this next day, like he's gonna have to sit across the table from Shannon. Yeah. What's Shannon gonna say? And that's what we're waiting for. And so Shannon skipped Tuesday, came today, and, and it was a very awkward confrontational, you know, situation. Um, but it again, I mean that clip from today, the first couple minutes <laughs> of the show. Mm -hmm. How many outlets have run that? How, How many, many people have shared it and, and done this other thing? And you want to cancel Skip Bears? Stop watching his fucking show. That's it. Stop retweeting anything that he does. That's it. Stop sharing his content. Make him a tree falling in the forest, yeah. and he dies. Yes, that's it. That's it. Plain Cut him off. <laughs> I mean, Cut him really off. That's simple, man. Yeah. I, I never thought it was that difficult. And for me, you know, 
Skip is not an issue for me I, because I know, you know, I know what he's doing it for. I mean, I, you know, I want it to be in this business. And I know the the more successful ones, I know what they have to do. I mean, the, 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 the uh, Stephen A. Smiths, although a lot of people, um, you know, don't like a lot of things that he says, but he's extremely hardworking. And he knows exactly what the people is going to get the people going. The Dallas Cowboy sting, stitch that he has or whatever you want to call it. He's just doing that because the people are going to, uh, you know, as soon as the Cowboys lose, they're going to watch the show the next day just to see what Stephen A. Smith, if they win, they're going to watch the show the next day. He has them like, he just has them right there where he wants them. <laughs> exactly. and, 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 it, and it's great. It's great for him. Great for television. That's why he's the highest paid now. He's actually overcome Skip with his most recent contract that he landed last year. And, and there's a reason for that. These guys are earning this money. They, 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 they have your attention. And your attention is not going anywhere because they figured it out. You know, they 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 figure it out, and and maybe like we're saying, maybe it's not a, uh, maybe it's not a difficult arithmetic problem. It's it, not. It's just we're dumb as shit. That's, I mean, maybe <laughs> we, that's just the answer. Yeah, because you you do like again, you do that thing. You you you're channeled in. If the Cowboys win, we're gonna expect something from it. If the Cowboys lose, we're gonna expect something else. But we're there to see it. We're there to see it. You know, and and as yeah. long as you're part of that, those sheep. Yeah. These guys continue and, and, to, and, to make money, and also I don't think race is is is, is a is a part of this. I don't think Skip Bayless is is racist, and I don't think Stephen A. Smith doesn't care about his people. I think I think well, that's those two are the biggest oh, misconceptions about. This I, I don't I don't know about. I mean, there's there's again, Will's highlighted a number of things that 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 Skip is. I don't think race played a basis in this particular story that he's catching heat for now for the for the the, the Darwin thing. But but again, he he's kind of has this history of, you know, his commentating on white and black athletes being pretty different. No, that's not true. You don't that's think it's true at all? No, it's not true at all. Okay. When you when you have a thirty career, you know, thirty year career of doing this, you're talking about a thousand different athletes. So don't, don't give me you know four or five different athletes that he talks bad about. We'll we'll. Hit Skip Bayless like like Skip Stephen A. Smith thing is the Dallas Cowboys. Skip Bayless thing is LeBron James. He does he doesn't think LeBron James is whatever, right? Right. And he pounds that every week. How many ever weeks it is in a year? A week doesn't go by where he talks bad about LeBron James over the past since he's been a rookie in the league. Right. And I'm sure Will doesn't like that, right? No, I, I understand. <laughs> so, he like so that. he's I going. Understand to, I so like he's that. going to follow now. You know, but you know, Skip Bayless has. Black athletes that he thinks the world of, and he talks about them all the time. Kevin Durant, the Michael Jordans, the you know what I mean, uh, 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 Michael Vicks, and uh, whatever. He goes on and on. He talks about those guys. Uh, but yeah, but he also loves Brady and Brett Favre and whatever, you know. So it's and and, and also he's what a seventy-five-year-old white man or something. Like like you know, he's, I don't think it's racist. A part of it is the times he grew up in, and a part of it is. I think he knows. He just knows. Like, he's an antagonist of LeBron James. That's going to get the people going. LeBron James, if he comes out and he scores 40 points and 12 rebounds and 8 assists, he's going to point out, hey, he was 2 for 10 from the free throw line. Jordan will never do that. He's, you know, he's not good. He's sorry. Yeah. And that's that's his thing. I, I get the LeBron I, James I didn't see thing. Will's post, so I would be. No, he, he, he highlighted some other instances of, of of how he's and not just LeBron. He highlighted some other athletes that he's sort of consistently been less than fair with and then again how he's almost like gone bent over backwards for, you know, guys like Tom Brady. And and I to me when I look at it, I look at exactly the last thing you said. He's a 70-year-old white guy. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't absolve him if he if he's expressing racist tendencies. But he's not. 
I don't, don't think, I don't think that. In my opinion, he's not. Yeah, I'm not convinced that he's not. I'd be the first motherfucker to, to stand up and say somebody is racist if I feel that way. I just don't. Yeah. And, and the same thing with Stephen A. Smith. They, you know, I, I, I think uh, with that, you know, his contributions to HBCU and putting them on ESPN a lot, I, I just don't agree with people and um, who, 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 who says that. Now, it's tough to be in that, that situation when you're trying to get the, the, the bag. And, and also, I put myself in a situation of, like I said, man, if 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 there was a recipe to be had in a in an avenue for me to get there, I'd probably take the same road, man. <laughs> these guys are fucking, you know. You, you you can say what you want to say, but these guys, Stephen A. Smith is what he's he's making like eight to ten million dollars a year. He's making more than some of the athletes, a lot of the athletes that he's talking about on a daily basis. Just to fucking talk sports, just to yell on a microphone <laughs> every day, like you know what I mean? Like, like you got to think about that too. So. You know, he's trying to – they're trying to recreate ways to get the people going every single day, and it has to be new. You, you got to come up with a, a couple new wrinkles here and there, and, and that's going to yeah. ruffle some feathers, and that's going to put a lot of more dollars in your account because more people are going to watch. It's not on them. I think it's on the people. It's not. I, th- I think it's, it's not their fault. It's the people's fault. It's, I, I, it's the audience's fault. I, I mean, I, I agree with you on, on the, the people need to be held accountable. For, for the success of these people. And it's not just limited to these guys. I mean, like, w- what is the lifeblood of the Kardashians? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, stupid, you can go to every people. You can go to, yeah, to a lot of yeah. different genres. I mean, just that, the whole, like, I'm a big aristocracy of talent guy. Yeah. I watch sports. I listen to music. I watch movies. I'm looking for greatness. Yeah. For something exceptional to jump off the screen or the field or whatever. And make me feel as a fan. I'm glad I'm here to see this. That's what I'm all about in this lane. I don't care about like the peripheral stuff. I don't watch these other shows with any consistency. And I generally carry a resentment towards people that establish like an outside celebrity without any legitimate talent. That bothers the fuck out of me. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. I mean, I just, it, it drives me insane because it, at the end of the day, it's really just finding a formula yeah. that triggers the unwashed masses. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. And if that's your only talent, I, I just don't respect that. Yeah. And I just don't care for it. So, I mean, my thing, I, I ignore these guys. Yeah. I don't give two shits. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, if Skip Bayless died in the studio, I would not care. <laughs> it, I, I, I really would not care. And you wouldn't want them to cancel the rest of the programming for the day. <laughs> I would prefer if they cancel when Skip's alive. Get his fucking tired, honky ass out of the way. <clears throat> nah, and if I'm Shannon Sharp, I would just continue the show as though nothing happens. Right, right. It would be interesting to see, like, if he does. Um, like, Shannon Sharp just signed a new contract uh, extension. Uh, a year or two ago, so I don't know what his situation is going to be, but he Skip has you know disrespected Shannon several times on air, um, and I I, I I know as a you have to you know you have to uh, respect your contract if you're Shannon you, you know you, you you have that part. Um, I'm just not sure how I, I don't know I don't know how it's going to play out how it's going to fold out. Well, there's I mean a lot of things with contracts. I mean, the, 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 there there could be some escape clauses to that. There could be buyouts. Yeah, buyouts. Um, you know, my I mean, if the situation becomes untenable between those two guys, there's gonna be some sort of contractual adjustment. It is. You um, know, I mean, there, there's a, if there's a will to do it, there's a way to do it. 
under a contract. You know, they, they may have to, you know, I mean, and again, it may depend on the, the mechanic. I mean, if he just steps away and says, fuck it, keep your money. Or if, you know, if it gets to the point where maybe Skip's, you know, kind of leveraging to get him out of the show. And then it's like, then it'd probably be more of like a buyout scenario. The last thing on that, too, Skip has, he's sort of made quite a few careers in this business. I mean, you know, Shannon Sharp and, and Stephen A. Smith, they, they have a lot to thank Skip for. Now, don't get me wrong, that with the dynamic working, of course, it, it helped elevate Skip as well. Um, but it was Skip's decision in both cases to bring those guys on. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, I think you you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. I do think them being the polar opposite, being African-American, being whatever, uh, played a part in him choosing them. Um, and also, hearing the, the names was also interesting. Hearing the names of all the people that he was funneling through to see if it would work, they were all black. The people that did that didn't make the show, but were, were considered. You're saying, yeah. Who was among that crew? Uh, he had uh, like well, Fox. I can't remember ESPN because that was way back in the day, right yeah. after Cold Pizza. But for Fox, it was um, I just had the name. Damn, uh, Wiley, a guy named Wiley. He's a football player. I don't know. Marcellus Wiley. Marcellus Wiley is one. He's uh, he's on a lot of shows now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, he was the one that was considered. Um, uh, uh before he got fired, Chris Carter. Okay. Chris Carter was actually in line, then, and he was on a morning show, and he actually got fired from Fox. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they were all they were all black. It right. was also interesting. Yeah, it's, a it's, yeah, a it's a formula. It's a formula. And, but what do you? Okay, what is your take on the like? And I did, I did hear see the, the segments with uh, when he was kind of really disrespecting, you know, Shannon on air. Like I, yeah. To me, that's not cool. No. I mean, and, and like, I don't, not. I don't, you know, I just, I mean, there's no way around that. Like, no, were you not, so man. desperate to get traction in your argument that you, that in the heat of the moment, that's where you went? That's it. That's what he does. Well, no, but see that it almost speaks to a different thing because now you could, you could be a tactical arguer and stir things up. And we've kind of said, that's what these guys do. Yeah. They know the formula. They're going to hit the trigger points and watch it go. That thing on Shannon, like when you go to a personal space, that's almost like you've actually lost your composure mm. and you've lost your argument. And I don't, I don't have anything else to go to. I'm just gonna say something that hurts. Right. Like almost like a woman. Yeah. You know, to me, that's what. What? what, what I mean, it wasn't the deepest of arguments, oddly enough. <laughs> but like, it's like to me when he went there, he lost his cool. Like, and he just had. He just was trying to lash out. Yeah. Like he didn't have another good point to make. Yeah. He didn't have anything in the context of the argument. So he just went over here and just said this. Yeah, he did. Which to me that that's that was, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a loss, loss of composure and whatever. It, it, yeah, loss of composure, but you know what's was was what's interesting is there are some athletes who have who have countered Skip Bayless on on that show um and when he was on first take with similar with a similar uh, thing that he did to Shannon, right? So you had Jalen Rose on first take. He came back at him talking about, oh, weren't, didn't, weren't you a high school basketball player? Didn't you only average one point a game? Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> like, da, da, da. He kind of, and that was live on air. Yeah. And Skip was, you could tell he was, yeah. <laughs> and then he had to come back out the next day and was like, well, let me explain. My coach, he didn't like me. I was really a good player. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Skip, the coach usually likes the good players. <laughs> Richard Sherman, he was like, I'm way better in my field uh, than you are in, in yours, and I'm a better man than you. Like, like, there's been guys that go. Those almost you. sound like the, that they that they 
they prepared to do that. Oh yeah, that they went on the show going, oh, hey, yeah. you know, and that's that's a little different than what I felt what what Skip was I doing in Shannon. Yeah, yeah, like it's like he got he into this thing. He didn't, you know, he he, he yeah. felt it getting away from him, and he just you know stabbed at it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and that's what he came up with. So. Yeah. Well, that's enough of that. Dealing cards from the bottom of the deck. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. Yeah, but if you're agitated by Skip Bayless, just ignore the son of a that's bitch. That's it. I mean, that's really all you have to do. Uh, let's give a quick shout-out to our very first sponsor, Overkink.com. All righty, Overkink.com. Use promo code Bubba Pink, and you can get a discount on all, and I do mean all, of your bedroom needs. Now, there you go. let's move to that to... Uh, I want to move to that to something else here. Let's talk about this. Uh, there's two ways we can go. And like this name, mm-hmm. I, I, I said I was gonna stop talking about him to help him rest think. in peace. But he a part. He's a part of because I'm I'm removing it right now. What does it say though? Joe. Okay. I was in a relationship with him for like three four years, and okay. he died of a brain aneurysm in the middle of sex. Like oh, I was, are you? Mm-hmm. I was giving him head, and his last words is, oh, shit, right? Uh-huh. My whole recovery, what's craziest, I want to say probably like a month or two ago, that's when I finally healed. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe, man. You know, I, like I told, I said, you know. I've heard of fire at the top that's of the show. dead head right there. <laughs> it, you got to leave this earth one day, man. It's just it gotta happen, and um, if it, it you know knowing that it has to happen, if you get to choose your way to go, receiving that level of head, I mean, I don't know. It's got to be up there. It's got to be up. I there. mean, like, I, it's funny because I I usually hate like like you know somebody dies in some way and it's oh it's just a terrible way to die. Yeah. Like I mean, is there a good way? But but with her, maybe there is. You know, I always just kind of felt like, what? You're dead. It, you know, it, it had to happen some way. Yeah. You know, you you pass out in your own shit with cancer. You you die in a fiery car crash. You drown. <laughs> you get shot in the head, like President Kennedy. Like, there's a lot of ways to do this. Like, they're not. None of them's really pretty. Yeah. None of them's really great. But I mean, what the fuck? Getting some head. That's when I first uh, saw it. And Jimmy uh, Jimmy Green is the one that. Uh, she forwarded it to me on IG. <laughs> you know, you hear about guys having heart trouble during sex, and that's been my main thing now for almost a year. I, I just, I think a lot of these guys who die mysteriously, they're dying either from like, you know, whatever, dick pills or from sex. It's, you know, something, cardiac arrest. It, like, Have you been experiencing some issues in the last no, year? No, no, but I'm oh, convinced. I thought, you were, I thought you were trying to tell us that you've had some chest pain. No, but I'm convinced, man, that while, that's, while that's, a big, that's a that's a, that's a, that's a reason for it. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, and she's saying that the orgasm was so whatever, um, so intense that that's the reason, you know, for that. I, 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 you know, you want to find out for yourself, don't you? <laughs> on some real shit, I don't know. I've had some. I've, I've, I, I tell people I've been blessed. I've had a couple of top tier uh, head givers. Uh, 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 you know, and some of the best to ever do it. I, I believe. But <laughs> maybe this person is. And you can tell. Remember when we had uh, we had uh, Cherry Coke on the show? Yeah. And, Son, and I was like, I told her, I said, like, you can tell. You can sort of there are some telltales to know when a girl has good head before you even get it from her. 
and her telltales is right there. She has the big lips. You know, you can see the tongue. Like I, I, I already know that it is. I, I, I can almost believe the story. <laughs> I don't think she's just somebody up there just talking. No, I, I get that. I, I, think get she, that. I think she has real deal experience. She is a terrible storyteller. No, <laughs> no, just, no, it's not. That was just god awful. We talk about that a lot. Well, like, I know, not a lot of women. I, I, I can yeah, tell a story. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean yeah. it was just god awful. Like, yeah. like why would you fixate on the, the guy's name? Joe. And you're not gonna like say anything about him other yeah. than you dated for his name doesn't matter at all. You know, but you said, uh, Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like among one of the most five generic names on the fucking planet. Like, yeah. what are we talking about? And she's not, and the lady is asking her questions. She's not asking her any questions that we really want to like know the answer to. That's true. You know, like, it's nice. He was like, good stuff. So what when you it? heard him say, oh, shit, you just thought it was a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't know what was going to happen next. Yeah. Do you have a particular technique? Yeah. Uh, are you, have you used that technique since? And then, yeah, what, were you gun shy about getting back on the dick? Right, You right. know? Have you have you not sucked the dick since? And, 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 and was there a point when he had expired and you were still sucking? sucking right. Or, or did you back off, you know, and kind of watch him die? Right. <laughs> what is the move? Did you? Clean him up before the, uh, the the ambulance got there. That's right. That's right. Did he still have a raging heart on when the ambulance <laughs> arrived? Did Rigor Mortis send in with a big stiff dick? So many important questions you just left out. Then when the, when the medics did arrive, did you say exactly, exactly what, what was what going happened. on? Right, right. Or did you concoct a bizarre story? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I went into the restroom to freshen up, and next thing you know, he's he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Were you charged? Did they charge you with yeah, his death yeah. originally? I mean, no other suspects were available. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Seriously, man. Do you think that was actually Kevin Samuels and not Joe? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Joe Smith. Joe. What a made-up fucking name. <laughs> Didn't even put any effort into it. Come on, Come man. on man. Joe. <laughs> that's good though but uh but yeah. yeah i mean if you're gonna die that's a hell of a way to go it is you know but i mean god what would be better uh, yeah i tried to i honestly tried to think of one i'm just kidding yeah. but it has to be I, I don't know yeah some people some people are different some people you know they're into celebrities so maybe some people want to go meeting their you know Having sex with this no. their parents or just meeting them? Just meeting them. I just met Jamie Foxx and now I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I don't know. Some people are like that. I mean, like, I like, maybe, maybe something like a, bigger, like a Michael Jackson or something. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I can. I mean, um, maybe like a skydiver wouldn't mind the shoot knot opening, and yeah, something you know, like just that. goes out doing what doing he loves thing. to do. Yeah, something but, like that. Yeah, doing what you love to do, I guess. Is yeah, a in general, yeah, in general. But yeah, I mean, but who doesn't love to get? Yeah, there you go. See, it, can, it can always feel bored out. Of that. <laughs> it, sure, it sure will on my watch. <laughs> Lock and step in there, in that, in that <laughs> direction. Yeah, uh, once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Butler and Pink. Um, I want to get, we're gonna get to some some Waka Flocka here, but you know, first, um, you know what's becoming very popular on social media? These are some video clips you didn't see before the show. What's becoming popular are these uh, these guys, these basketball guys who going who are going to the gym. They either have these chest cameras on. Or they put their phones up in a particular corner of the gym and they film it, you know, and they and then they create their highlights. Oh, okay, okay. Just from your local gyms, it could be LA Fitness, it could be yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it could be, and then they put the highlights up, right? And and it's because it's really get gaining traction. More and more guys. Are this doing is it. another thing. People are fucking stupid. <laughs> Why is this good? 
Well, I mean, any it's, any credible basketball player showing up at a random gym <laughs> where the level of competition is going to range, you know, from dog shit to mediocre, <laughs> and now this is going to be your highlights. It's fun. It's fun. I have some I highlight clips fun. here. I don't find it fun. But I have some highlight clips here, and we can we can we can honestly like we're gonna give a quick judgment on them. Oh, well, I'm I'm ready. To <laughs> I've been called judgmental. I have some in, here in my past and present life. So, yeah. Um, and and there's no context on. I was actually I actually um somebody sent me one that I was on. Oh really? Yeah. Somebody sent me one that I was on and with a laughing emoji because the guy he made a shot. And then he went to the camera. All this I didn't see. Okay. In real time, right? He went to the camera and was like, um, uh, <laughs> "I should have put that on here." Yeah. He was like, uh, "Somebody get this man off of me." He he been talking shit all day, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I'm really that guy. There's no context. That was literally the only shot he made the entire day, whether exactly. I was on him or not. You know what I mean? It's not that I was. And you were, you were too day. busy just running up the floor trying to get a bucket to worry about. What <laughs> like it wasn't even a day I was dialed in. It's just a random LA Fitness day. Yeah. I'm going. I really go for cardio. I wasn't talking shit. If I'm talking shit, you'll know I'm talking shit. And he and I can he, and he to does that. that to the day. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, because this is why this stuff is stupid yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so contrived. Yeah. You're you're making a meaningless bad shot basket 5-2 yeah. in a pickup game five two, yeah. and then acting like you know you're talking shit like you just you know hit a dagger three in the finals I mean <laughs> this is bullshit this is so stupid but here goes our first clip alright let's go we got Dom here Dom is actually we know Dom we know Dom and this is in a league game this is actually in the men's league game. Yeah. He we gets the, the slow-mo of him yeah. jumping the passing lane, <laughs> miraculously staying in bounds. It was Aaron and Bob on the sideline. Yeah. Right. They're shocked. <laughs> They're shocked. <laughs> oh, my God. Dom defended. I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, no, and I think the capture – and I love Dom. I love you if you're watching the show. You're my guy. But it, it, it's funny. Like, you're gloving people up, and you get a passing lane steal. Exactly. I mean, come on. Exactly. Glove somebody up and like rip them at half court. <laughs> one more time. One more time. Could the guy telegraph the pass anymore? Exactly. I literally think they hit pause <laughs> for him to look left. Dom is already in the and passing. And who was he throwing to? <laughs> the that coach? <laughs> I think he was trying to pass the ball. Like that pass had no hope of getting anywhere. <laughs> Look where the receiver is. <laughs> Hold on, you want to see it one more time? Yeah. My All right, so I'm going to freeze, lose my dribble, stare hard to my left, <laughs> and throw it to the bench. His teammate was inside the arc. Look at his team. His teammate is posting. <laughs> Who is this pass going to? What a terrible pass. All right, let's go. Let's move to our next one here. I hope that guy got cut. <laughs> from his rec team. Now, this is a guy who calls himself one-on-one -on -one God. One-v-one God. It's a nifty little shot there. It's an idiotic shot. <laughs> if, it's if a one-on-one. -on -one. As you're his teammate, you're happy he took that? Well, well it's not a game here. This is one-v-one here. Uh, I know you're for one-v-one. But his next clip comes in the game. All right. 
I just I like the, the the video here. They took their time to put this together. Look at this. This is good editing. No use for this? No. <laughs> the James Harden shoulder push-off that, that we're going to pretend is a crossover that broke an ankle. I mean, okay, lean into the guy, create contact, then stop abruptly and let his body motion go the other way. Then I'm not even going to finish the play myself. <laughs> I'm going to pass to the skinny guy over here after a useless hesitation dribble. And thank God he hit it so our highlight works. The next one, and no, nobody. I mean, nobody was defending after the initial move. No, like, no. My man, like, literally around. didn't have anybody within ten feet. He had a versatile force field around him. <laughs> the next one, you'll really love. I'm sure I will. Let's go. This is the LA Fitness run here. <laughs> Ice ball screen. Drops the white guy, <laughs> and hits. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, hey. Hey. Hold on. He he does the Steph Curry where he, he, he shoots and then he, he looks away before the shot goes. I wasn't in. even paying that much attention. Look at this. He dropped the white guy, like you said. He turns around before he shoots. Oh, well, hey. Okay. <laughs> and he's pointing at you. I think. <laughs> I'm pointing back. <laughs> Last time. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> These guys are having fun, man. That's bad for the game. It's bad. just bad for the game. Bad for pickup. Bad for bad for the. Where where does it go? Like it's bad for pickup. Well, we're playing pickup. Yeah. And you're going through all this nonsense, making you a dick. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. Well, well, can you do that against better players? Right. Well, you should probably be in the league then. But you're not. You're here at fucking L.A. Fitness. So fuck off. Just get your cardio and go home, huh? Yeah. God damn. Just stay on the damn treadmill. <laughs> I, I just, this stuff is just, I hate these. And I also hate the, like, the 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 court thing where, like, you know, like, the, the like guys will be playing one-on-one. -on -one and it's like, you know, like, everybody's on the court yeah. screaming and hollering over these these moves. Like, yeah. just god awful, man. <laughs> just is. Oh man, um, I prefer the wizardry like like Draymond's pass to Clay the other day that you couldn't see how he actually made the pass. Who's that? Draymond's pass to Clay on the. On oh yeah, yeah. Was it the same night he scored fifty? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I, how did he even get the ball to him? It was, yeah. it was like it was almost like a Jedi mind trick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, Jokic does that on like a nightly basis. Wait, which one were you in? Hmm? Which club were you in? No, I said I should have added. Oh yeah, yeah. You I gotta didn't. do I didn't, that. I didn't yeah. That. I didn't add yeah. That. But yeah, it was sent to me. I could easily, I get it for next week. Good. Maybe it's got to be a running segment. <laughs> the basketball breakdown. Yeah. High ball screen drops a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pull up three. Uh, I got I got dropped in high school tryouts, man. Did you? Only yeah. I, I think that may be the only time I've been dropped in my life. I was so fucking embarrassed. See, dude, I think. And it was by that. a guy named Junior. He uh, didn't even didn't. You didn't even get beat by the old man. <laughs> <laughs> You got beat by the cheaper part. <laughs> <laughs> he was so fucking terrible. At, but at dude, like basketball. getting dropped, it's like it. 
it's overplayed, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you play long enough, you're going to get dropped. Yeah. You play and, long enough. If, and like you said, there's different factors. It's uh, like that, that you don't like see uh, when you're watching. Like, did, did, did the guy push off? Yeah. Did the guy step on your shoe? Yeah. Did, you know what I mean? There's a whole lot of stuff. There's a whole man. lot of stuff. Yeah. But all, all, all we. Was the floor wet? We just, yeah, was the floor wet? <laughs> we just ooh and ah at the drop, but you know. I just hate it, man. I just hate it. No one I respect. When a guy or a team goes into the gym and just wins all fucking day. Yeah. That, yeah. There no issues, go. man. There Nobody could beat you. It's yeah. all good. That's I think when you post one of these clips, you need to post your full stat line and record and for the record day. for the day. Yeah. Otherwise, your clip's invalid. <laughs> I think I can I mean, with that. I, I know he probably did. What, what if Dom was one for six with a steal, no rebounds, and no no, 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 <laughs> no assists? I mean, do we feel the same about that highlight? No assist is probably correct. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a betting man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or what about the, the finger point guy? What if they went on to lose that game? Right, right. Like 11-8. You know, like, <laughs> who are we pointing at now, buddy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have plenty of time to reflect on your future from the side. <laughs> uh, no, that's fun stuff, man. Fun <laughs> stuff. Uh, a quick shout out to our second sponsor here, Royal13thebrand.com. Once again, royal 13thebrand.com. Uh, be fresh here in the winter going into the spring. Use promo code Bubba Pink uh, for all of the latest in flights gear from Royal13thebrand.com. All right, here. Um, now, Waka Flocka is a, um, it's still technically an active artist, but he's a, a, a rapper. Um, back in my era, he was one of the uh, rappers that were in the gangster rap scene that, 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 transition into more of a um uh just it it morphed into something different uh but he has he's in a recent interview with uh shannon sharp and he's just talking about a lot of different things that he learned along the way and changing his changing his path and things like that and and the reason why it was so fucking mind-blowing to me just hearing him talk and hearing him talk in the in the vein and in the light i have a clip here i'm going to play is because walker flocker like, he was an artist under Gucci, right? They started out as friends because Waka Flocka's mom managed Gucci Man before Waka even thought about rapping, right? So Waka Flocka's mom managed Gucci Man. And Waka decided, okay, I'm going to switch my focus from the streets a little bit more to just be Gucci Man's whatever he needs, security guy, whether he needs me to book book him shows, whatever. I'm going to be his right-hand man and do everything. And it's still turned, not doing music of his own. Right, still not doing music of his own at that time. And he turned to be sort of like everybody knows, he sort of turned to be Gucci Man's goon. But if you know Gucci Man, you know that he was the goon of all rappers, right? So Walker is like the bad man for the baddest man in hip hop, right? <laughs> and rap. And that's really what it was. Like, you know, people, the industry feared Gucci Man. And then you have this guy that did all of Gucci Man's like dirty work, if you will. You know what I mean? He was, you know, whatever. And, and all of his stories were verified. Um, so listening to this clip and just listening how it si- seems like and sounds like he's just fully transformed, I just, it was just, it was just fucking awesome. Here it goes, here goes a, a clip, part of the clip. My whole shit coming up was to make it out the hood. Correct. I'm not one of them niggas gonna be a billionaire and go sit in the hood and roll dice and smoke weed. Right, right. I wanna buy the block. Right. I want our name on the block. Right. That's going back to the hood. Okay. But what stopped me and what, what actually made me stop hanging in the hood was Dick Gregory. Okay. I watched this clip. Dick Gregory was like, nigga, why you buy this Rolls Royce? To ride through the hood to show you the richest motherfucker? 
that I can buy one and da 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 And it's crazy because that's why I bought it. Right. I was young. I think right. we get money on the south side. I'm finna pull a phantom out here. Da da da. But I was ignorant. And at the same time, I could have bought this condo downtown Atlanta that I ride by every day today. Right. And it's fucking five times the volume. Right. I, the egg on my face, right? So when I seen Dick Gregory do that, I actually got out that car. I ended up getting in an Escalade. And I've been driving Escalade ever since 2011. And I don't barely be home. Like, I don't, cars to me are just, I start figuring Appreciating out. Appreciating assets, huh? And, I, mean, they're not, I mean, come on, I mean, we need one to get from point A to point B. But at what point, because you probably had everything. So now, is it, is it a means of transportation or is it a means to get attention? You know what it was? The, the problem, yo, this shit crazy. The problem is, like, the things I wanted to be and grow up to be, I got there. Right. At 23 years old. Okay. My, I was sitting so high on top of my mountain, I just kept smelling something. Right. It just smelled like manure. I was standing on top of shit mountain. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have no business. I didn't have no financial literacy. I didn't have an insurance policy. I didn't know what trust accounts was, shell companies. I didn't know how to go buy tangible businesses. I didn't know nothing. So I'm like, yo, how am I this famous guy and I'm the big only and y'all respected me, but I can't even tell you how to open up a bank account. I didn't even know how to open up a bank account, Sean. I'm telling you, I learned that at 23 years old. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm all respect to my mother. My mother ain't have time to teach us that. She was too busy paying bills right. and making sure we alive. So when I learned that part, it felt so good learning that. Like, usually if I, if I want to run uh, money up, I have to go in the streets now. I got good credit, some holding companies. I go get me a loan. Right. I go get a loan right now for $10 million, $20 million, $100 million. It's, it's just perspective right. and a good business plan. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just love that new perspective that he has. Yeah. And going back and, and reflecting on, you know, things he could have did differently um, and, and things like that. I mean, I think most, most people that survive like a rapid rise to wealth, they learn those lessons. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really like I mean there's the, there's a book uh, called Rich Dad Poor Dad, yeah. And you know a lot of it is I think what he like he finally gained the perspective of rich dad, like you know he probably made a bunch of wasted a bunch of money doing stupid you know decisions and not not taking care of funds in the way that he was. But but thankfully he's had the longevity to to learn through the process and get to that. Yeah. And you have to respect that. I mean there there's you know we talk about these athletes, talk about entertainers and everything else. There, there's there's a you know. The guys that survive this and like they're they're in it for 10, 15, 20, 25 years at like a good level, it, it's it's insane. I mean, you just you have to have nothing but respect for them, whether you like their particular music or you like their particular acting skill or whatever they got going on. The ones that survive, they deserve our respect because they've they've gone through that whole process that he's talking about. Right. And they figured it out and they've stayed. You know, and while doing that. Kind of like the the backbone financial learning, they've also found a way to kind of stay relevant, so that they're you know they're, they're still have some 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 credibility and some some stature, you know, doing their craft or the or the craft is sort of morphed maybe from music into acting or, or you know like Snoop Dogg he's just a personality now yeah you know and, exactly. and it, it's it's wild but it, it's great to see, but it also begs the question it's like, it also points out like that's what mentorship is for yeah. Like that's deep down, that's what it's for. It's for guys who who are in his position that have been through this and made the mistakes to to reach down behind them and find you know some people entering where he was at twenty one and twenty two on the way up and be like, yo, 
I'm going to save you a lot of hassle right now if you listen to me. <laughs> you know, here's here's what I learned. Yeah. You know, and I paid to learn it. I'm going to give it to you for free. Yeah, exactly. And I do I I like the, the way a lot of those um older artists are straight information. That's why you see a lot of younger artists, not a lot, but quite a few. They're owning their own masters. They know what that means. They're, you know what I mean? Um not not signing a lot of these 360 deals with 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 these uh, uh, record companies and things like that. Uh, so you know they're 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 the older artists are sharing their information and some of the younger artists are taking heed. And you know and of course you got some knuckleheads that just won't. <laughs> but um, but yeah yeah just like you said man and, and that's exactly what it is. And and but they're just you know just to see the transformation full circle. It's just uh, awesome to see. But, you know, he went on to talk about other things like, you know, um, they keep asking him why he's not making music now and, and, and will he make music with X and Y and Z young artists or whatever. And he was just saying how completely in a, a different genre and lane because a lot of the music now from these younger guys is is is, is either um, slow and melodic uh, um, or like, you know, talking about uh, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? It's always pain and and things like that. You have that lane, and then you have um, you still have some semblance of of, of gangster rap shooting and, and, and things like that. And, and yeah. he's just not either one of those guys. He's not that guy anymore. And he says, you know, and Walker he makes a lot of up tempo, upbeat music. He wants to dance, he wants to have fun, and things like that. Yeah. So those guys like Rod Wave and things like that, who makes the slower melodic and 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 pain suffering music, he's just not on that either. Yeah. Uh. So you know, he's just venturing out into different business lanes and and, and just finding a way to stay relevant and, and and stay good in business. And you got and, and that that's goes back to that thing about the respect because it's like, you know. You have to keep finding a way to do to be relevant. It's yeah. not always going to be the same. You can't trot out your same style of music. The music is going to evolve and change. Sometimes it moves away from you. Sometimes it comes back. Right. As far as that goes, but to understand like who you are and and, res- and understand like yeah, I mean I might be able to attach myself to that project, but that's not me. That's not what I'm about. Exactly. You know that that's that's a that's a pretty solid line of thinking, uh, on his part. Yeah, I mean it, it, in. I, there's one story. I mean, it was uh, there's a guy. Uh, he's actually a rock dude, uh, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. He's out in the Howard Stern show years ago, and he was one of those things. Like, grew up in New Jersey, had the band of dudes in the thing, and, in the garage, and they're teenagers, and they become stars. They have a big album and a couple of hits, and then like he he was on Howard Stern show. He goes, he goes, yeah. So I'm trying to write the second album, and I'm sitting by my pool at my mansion. And I just couldn't generate any teenage angst. It just <laughs> didn't work. Like the, it was just empty. Like right. you know, you want again. Once you kind of, once you go through the journey that Waka Flocka did, and now you're this like business savvy guy and whatever, you know, you're not the same dude that was rapping earlier in your career. Yeah, you you have a different life experience. To me, like like Jay Z epitomizes that. Yeah, like I love early Jay Z. I mean, I I was a huge fan. I don't identify with it like any of his more recent stuff, which is I just consider it like mogul rap. Yeah, you know it's it's just you know for some people that are aspiring to be that, like they almost find an anthem in it. I, I just find shit. Yeah, you know, unrelatable garbage for me. But to each their own. <laughs> but but he's writing true to his life now. Yeah, he's writing true to his life. You know, now. he's not a hard knock life guy anymore. Right, right. You know, and it would be inauthentic if he tried to be stay in that space. Yeah. Yeah, you almost have to switch over. I don't know many artists who 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 kind of like hang on to that. 
I'm trying to think. Lil, Lil, Lil Wayne is slightly different because his, his of, of his content, he was, you know, I, I I don't know. Maybe he stayed a little bit more to what his early days are to what he raps now, uh, just a tad bit. Um, some things have changed, but most most a lot haven't. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean that's the way you have to, you have to go that route. You have to you have to go that route. Uh, but shout out to Walker. Um and and, and um and the Shutter Sharp podcast which which is doing well. Um, once again, you guys are on the bench on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. Um, Gabrielle Union is in the news right now. <laughs> so she 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 had a comment where she was talking about her first marriage, and um, she said she felt very comfortable cheating. <laughs> that just said she felt bad. comfortable. She did. You added the very. <laughs> she felt very comfortable cheating in her <laughs> first marriage because she paid all the bills and she doesn't feel sorry about it. Um, very blunt, and I just one thousand percent agree. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's a woman or a man. If you know, I just you know I don't see the problem. You're, you're paying all the bills. You know, you, you you deserve that right if that's what you want. You do what you want to do. <laughs> okay. it It's alpha dog behavior, alpha yeah. dog energy for sure. And, you know, again, whether it's the man or the woman, if you're the alpha in the relationship, you're going to do what you want to do. Yeah. And you feel entitled to do that because you're basically doing the heavy lifting. And, and in most relationships, the heavy lifting is the bills. Yeah. You know, and it, and it changes things. And that, I mean, like, I don't disagree with her at all. You know, and I, and I do think, like, whether you're a man or a woman, if you are not bringing anything to the table besides a dick or a pussy, you are in trouble. Yeah. Like, there's no balance there. And, and you, you will get cheated on. Like, yeah. or, you, it, it, or you will be, you know, leveraged in some power way because you're not bringing anything to the table. There's no balance. And over time, like, you know, I think initially in a relationship, like somebody could kind of sell themselves on like maybe they like taking care of that other person or maybe they feel like they're elevating that other person and that's that's appealing to them. But over the long haul, you're just not bringing enough to the table. You're not bringing balance. You don't have to be in a we earn the same amount of money vibe exactly. But you got to you got to be able to bring something of substance to the table besides your genitals. Yeah, pay a, pay a light bill, cable or something. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. Well, I, I do know. I couldn't be in that situation. I, you know, we joke like clown or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I, saw a guy on, I saw a guy on Facebook say, yeah, man, I, I'm okay with that. I'll just stay home, play Madden, and whatever. You do what you want to do, baby. Just don't bring diseases home. But <laughs> I honestly don't think, like, if I'm in that guy's situation, it's Gabrielle Union. Now, this is her first marriage. I'm assuming this is, like, her prime of prime. She's, you know, she's entering all these movie shows, whatever. Yeah. And here I am as the man. I'm, I'm not famous. I'm, I don't know if he's a, like a regular day to day guy. I thought he was a football it. player. Was he? I thought that was the story I'd heard. Okay, uh, but like he it wasn't. He wasn't a big star. Okay, okay. So so I don't know. Maybe he ran out of money. Whatever. I don't yeah. know. And um, I don't know if I could. I you know I, I I can't. I couldn't be with a star who was paying all of the bills and like I just you know. Cause you're not dumb. Like you have to assume. Like she's out on the road all the time. You know, there's going to be times where she may be on a, on a movie. Like what? It could take three months 
and she's out about you know she's away for three but if months. Not, if you don't have anything going on, you could be you could be on scene with her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like literally. She's, she's probably gonna hurt, rush you away. She needs space. You know, <laughs> I need creative space. That just means <laughs> I need some more dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I'm getting creative, but now I ride it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's yeah, that, it's true, it's true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, like if you're just if that's where you are, like if you're like literally, you know, the other person's making the money and you're playing Madden or whatever, like there's what are you bringing to the table? And here's the other thing, like, and and now some people you could work this where like, okay, you know, my girl's making all this money, I don't really have anything to do today. I'm just be on the dating app smashing other chicks all day. Like, you could do that. You could do that. But, like, I feel like you've got, like, there's a certain energy that you have when you have something going on. Yeah. You know, you're interacting with people. You got, I mean, power's intoxicating. Confidence is, is, is alluring. And so, like, when you have something going on, like, even, like, in a professional setting, even if it's not at the same level as your partner, you know, like, Oh yeah, you know whatever. My girl is kind of the person over at her job, or that my dude. Like, okay, I make more money than these, but like, you know, look at look at his team. Fucking respects him and this and that and the other thing. Right. But like, when you don't have any of that going on and you're playing video games all day, <laughs> like that's just not. And and but the other side of that coin is like that that happens with like the stay at home spouse. Right. Like they lose their appeal. Like they're not having normal adult interactions. They're you know, maybe they're just with a couple small kids all day or maybe they're with another you know group of yapping fucking moms, you know, bitching about schools and redecorating. <laughs> it's just not like you know, a guy's working, he's making money, he comes back and you know, you're you're talking about changing the fucking, you know, shutters on the outside. <sighs> <laughs> like you know and i'm sure gabrielle union's like she's just on a movie set she comes back into town and like you know like walks in the house and homeboy's like you know in his sixth hour of madden football like, <laughs> like there's she's not wanting to you know, jumping in and sucking his dick at that moment Bay, i cut the yard earlier <laughs> <laughs> did you like the way i trimmed the trees yeah, sure you did you know, fucking wrong guy did <laughs> Maybe he can blow you because I'm not gonna. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's, there's, there's yeah. that you have to bring something to the table, man. No, you do. You do. But yeah, but she she would reserve. I you know because you, you the, because of the control and the power play, she could control him not or have an extreme problem with him going out on dating sites and smashing. When you said that, I thought about it. It's like nah, she's probably gonna want to control that aspect of it. You know? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I mean, he, he could probably still pull it off. He could pull it off if she's if she's away that much. Yeah, 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 for and, sure. And, and you have enough time where you don't you you know you shouldn't be sloppy in that scenario because you have enough time to yeah think so this through. She's, she's on set in a movie, like, <laughs> ten states away. Like, surely I can <laughs> hook up with some coffee or something. Still, don't bring her to the house. That's yeah. the, you can't do that. Yeah, but so. you know you can figure other things out. But yeah, but this is uh, you know, I don't know why it is is it became such a trending topic because I don't know. I just, I, 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 it's well, it's, it's that thing like not many women say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she's I mean like I like her energy, I always have, but I like she's kind of, you know, this is on brand for her. It's, yeah, now it is. And I'm a Gabby, you know, I'm a Gabby. I, you know, yeah, I'm Gabby right here. You're all falling out with Dwayne Wade. Over this. <laughs> Yeah, and, I, and this and, is this is and this. I, and I love this even more because she's she's admitting to fucking X amount of dudes while she was married. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Dwayne Wade? Now I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'm Dwayne Wade, I can't be. I'm not the happiest guy in the world. That's true. You know? That's true. You're like you're man. man. I, 
Like, what am I making? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to come out of retirement. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got another couple seasons in me. Miami Heat are struggling. Come Maybe on, knees. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you. You got to feel like there's some renewed hope for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However unlikely that might be. <laughs> couple more years you know uh, d-way's money runs out a little bit more let her let her get just over 50 anything happens anything can happen (laughs) anything oh that's great once again i like that i do too once again you guys are on the bench on the bench podcast with brother and pete home of sports music and mayhem yeah the nba has been wild lately man oh you got donovan mitchell scoring 71 um, with eleven dimes, by the way, um, and like eight rebounds. I mean, it was a comprehensive stat sheet stuffing game. Yeah, and and once again, this is another situation where they needed every point, every assist. It was a close game. Yeah, and um, and of course, last week we talked about uh, Luca scoring the sixty, 60 point triple double. Yeah, uh, Clay fifty four. You got LeBron dropping forties like it's nothing. Uh, of course, Embiid and all of these guys. Greek just dropped fifty five. Greek freak dropped fifty five last yeah. night. So you got all of these high scoring games. I saw a stat where uh, fifteen guys, uh, well, fifteen times, fifty points have been scored already um, this season. Yeah, fifty or more points have wow. been scored already this season. The seventy one though, like when I saw that, I was like, "Damn!" What yeah, I was like, "Come on, <laughs> 70. I mean, how many guys have touched seventy? Like, it's not. That's like an exclusive what? group. Kobe, Wilt, um, Elgin, not Elgin. Uh, David Thompson, David got Thompson. There. I, and yeah. did the uh, David Robinson and, and get the, there as the well? Admiral. The Admiral got it to win the scoring title. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which is always that's always a little. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't like that. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but yeah. So those are the guys, man. Yeah. Um, esteemed company. Yeah, esteemed company. For I sure. like that though. That was and and I, I dude, close game. 71, fill the rest of the stat sheet. Like, dude, that's much respect. I, I'm not a huge Mitchell guy, but no, we, no, we nothing, weren't. Nothing but, but praise for that. He's really done well for them. We're not, but I, I we know, we kind of saw that being a decent pairing, though. Yeah. Like, it was a team. It was a ready-made team. They had the two bigs there. Then they have a, 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 a willing passer and a point guard, but that can also shoot, which is theirs, Garland. And that's, you know, that's uh, just great. And they, they needed – a go-to score, and I mean Donovan just comes right in and fit right in. Yeah, and they're doing well. Yeah, I mean, really, really. I mean, almost a perfect fit. And and it's a team yeah. that's that's like the timeline is he, right. He fits the timeline. Yeah, like all those guys are relatively same age. They're they're at a, you know, they're, they're yeah. young. They have but they have some experience. Yeah, that they're kind of and he and he's still he's considered a veteran now, but he's yeah. like in his prime. They're kind. I mean, in a lot of ways, they don't have the the the. Um, the collective experience that Boston does, no. but they're similar, they're similar in that in the in the timeline dynamic. Yeah, this chair is super uncomfortable. Really? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I I definitely agree. Um, I don't like, but when you think about Cleveland, right, the Cleveland Cavs, and they're, I still have to see it to believe it. Though. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. I, you know, they're right now they, they they're four. Um, they have a similar record to Philly. Um, same amount of losses. Matter of fact, they just played more games. And uh, but those the 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 Milwaukee, Milwaukee, no, actually Brooklyn, all of those Boston, Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philly. They only separated by like two games. Yeah. So so those are a close bunch, and uh, you still you still would have to lean more towards Boston and Milwaukee. 
But but Brooklyn, what the hottest team in the league? Twelve right straight now. wins going into tonight, I believe. I yeah. don't know if they're playing tonight. They but, are. But yeah, they, they, the the uh, you know it's been it's been crazy. I mean this this is a team that, that for a couple years now we've looked at with some high hopes and, yeah. and and so forth, and it's been pretty much a dumpster fire. And then really since the Kyrie stuff settled down, they've just got to hooping, and they're doing a great job of it. And you can I mean you win twelve games in a row at this level. You know, you really develop a togetherness. You do. And a cohesiveness. And, and that's where they're at right now. Um, I don't think they're going away anytime soon right now. I, I think they're going to be – they're going to truly be in the mix uh, to win the East, maybe even win a title. I'm not predicting that they're going to exactly do that, but I think this stretch has set them up. I think they've found who they are, they're comfortable who they are, and they know it's working. I still don't believe in it. It, it, I mean, like again, what, what what the two teams we're leaning on most are Boston and Milwaukee, who are you know who quite literally have the most playoff pedigree and success you know in the Eastern Conference, and so it's it's no surprise you you trust that you've seen those teams and those players win series, win yeah. high leverage games, and when you look at Brooklyn, it hasn't come together in that way in a playoff setting at all. You know, you look at Cleveland, they kind of touched the playoffs last year, but there's no there's no pedigree there. No. I mean, the, the NBA, I mean, most team, most sports are this way, but you're going to lean toward, you know, if all other things are relatively equal, you're going to lean to pedigree. I've seen these people do this before. <laughs> you, you are, and, and, and more times than not, I mean, that's that's the way to do it. And, and I wasn't quite sure, I had to look it up, but just comparing them to other teams, I mean, they haven't beat Boston this year. Who, Cleveland we're talking? No, uh, Brooklyn Nets. They, Brooklyn, ha- yeah. they haven't beat Boston this year. They haven't beat Philly this year. They're split one and one with Milwaukee. Um, you know, so I need to see it against the better competition. And it's coming. They, they're the, not, they're the not re- Boston coming up again like in two games. Yeah. The reality is like when you're in these situations, like, you know, y- 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 if you don't do well against those teams, like you're going to have to win four games against those types of teams. Yeah. In a in a you know ten day span, yeah. And don't get me wrong, you got to beat who's in front of you, right? So that's a great job winning twelve in a row. Hell, you know my favorite team, Philly, hasn't done that. So you know, and they're playing the same team, they're in the same conference, in the same division. So they're playing the same teams. So I'm not saying that, but you have to beat. You have you you got to beat those guys, man. Um, it's not a coincidence that Boston has owned us in the playoffs, but w- compared to the regular season, we don't beat those guys that often. <laughs> That's yeah. why when they asked Embiid uh, just um, last year, oh man, this is a this is a great rivalry between you and Boston, and Embiid said it. It's not a rivalry. Those guys kick our ass. <laughs> exactly. It's not, a, it's not a rivalry. No, there's, there's <laughs> you know, yeah, no, something I, to that, man. I agree. I, I mean. Th- that's where that pedigree thing happens. Yeah. Like it, you know. Again, when when you're, when you get to a conference final, when you get to an NBA title, when you win a championship, you learn stuff about yourself yeah. and your team that you don't learn anywhere else. It, you don't learn that in a regular season, and you carry that with you. For the, I mean, you know, particular you carry it with you individually, and if your team is largely unchanged, you carry an institutional toughness with you. Yeah. Into these situations, and th- and that's you know that's the thing that bears itself out more often than not. Yeah, you do. It does. It does. Do you what 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 do you attribute the, all of this these these high scoring games and high scoring players to? Right now, you have uh, what's this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven players averaging thirty a game or more. Um, I think that most 
modern stars, but it, your team truly revolves around you. Mm. And the usage rate of the guys you just, you know, are alluding to, it's extremely high. I mean, they carry such a huge burden that the numbers, the numbers are, are, are almost become inevitable. You know, if you're a high-quality star player and you're going to touch the ball that much, those numbers are going to follow. Yeah. And, and so many, and I, I don't think it was always the case because, like, I mean, you go back a couple eras in basketball, like the, the concept of the point guard was a, was a far more relevant thing. You have way more teams now that function with a facilitating star rather than a traditional point guard. And you know, you look at Luca, you look at LeBron, you look at Steph Curry. Like, like they they just have license to do whatever. Even a guy like Giannis ends up having so many possessions where he's the the essentially functioning as the lead guard or lead facilitator. And you're not playing a lot of teams where it's you know they have this guy that brings the ball up the floor 75, 80 percent of the time and initiates a set play and gets the ball to certain places. That just doesn't exist in this game anymore. Yeah. It's a lot more direct. We get the ball in our best player's hands a whole fucking lot, and we live with his decisions. Yeah, And you, you're you going to double him, he's going to pass. You give him one-on-one, he's going to eat you alive. And that's how the game is played. That's funny because I saw that against um, uh, the Pelicans played Philly. And I'm watching that game. First of all, Zion is, Zion is a fucking monster. He, he got hurt. He didn't finish the fourth quarter. And he's going to be out in a couple weeks, I guess. Yeah, but he, he got hurt against us. He had 20, what, 27 through three quarters that, day, that game? But anyhow, I, I honestly, I would have to think I couldn't even tell you who that point guard is. It was Zion, play after play after play after play. He's bringing it up. He's initiating the offense. You, if you don't double, he's going to the rim. If you double, he's kicking it out to the three. Yeah. I don't know what that point guard is. CJ is the two guard. I don't know what that point guard is. Yeah. On the roster. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. You know, and, but and, that, that, that's, but that's just the way the game is played. Yeah. You know, with, you know. with, with the, uh, the vast majority of these teams. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, you know, with Philly is slightly different. Harden is the point guard, but it, uh, you know, Embiid's usage rate is, is it has to be top ten. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I would assume it's top ten. It's high. It's high. Yeah. Um, but other than that, and, if you're and, a forward or a guard, it's, it's and rightly so. And, and, and go to go yeah, to so, go to Denver yeah. though. I mean, Jokic, Jokic is, is you know so much of the play yeah. goes through him. He may not really dribble just a spot it up. Up shooter, really. Yeah, he may not dribble it up the floor, but once they get in the half court, it's going through him. And about twenty times, him. he is going to dribble it up. Yeah. <laughs> like I watch, yeah. you watch those games, it's not going to be every time, like you said, but he's going to dribble it up sometimes. Yeah. And Murray is really a spot up shooter at this point. He's not a point guard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. It's just an evolution of the game. Yeah, and that's your explanation for it, you know. But, but I think we both agree it's, it's kind of a good way to do it. I mean, it's your yeah. best player. Well, that, don't I mean, just at, don't at just the, at the end of the day. And it's funny because it's like like I mean, you know, when my kids were small, I, I coached like youth sports, and like the, I coached pop Warner football with. I had Bryson on my team, and I had this kid Brandon White, who who's actually a minor league baseball player right now. Brandon White, at, at six or seven years old, was a freaking dynamic football player i started the season i'm meaning our first couple weeks of practice before a game was he's our running back i have a guy at quarterback and that guy's basically gonna hand the ball to brandon (laughs) and we had a hard time blocking the a gap which is right up the gut there and a lot of times we like when we got to our first game the um yeah, we, we weren't blocking the middle, so the, the quarterback was getting hit before he could turn and hand it to Brandon. Right. I went home that day, and I watched Tim Tebow play high school football against Hoover High. And both teams were in a shotgun. And 
you know, their quarterbacks kind of did everything. They ran a bit, they threw a bit, or whatever. The light went on. It's like, guess what? If I snap the ball to Brandon, I take this limited function quarterback out of the dynamic. Now Brandon's got the ball quicker. It doesn't matter if they penetrate the A-gap or not. He's going to sidestep that, and they've got to deal with him. And it's just simple math. I get my best player the ball as quickly and efficiently as I can, and then I let him, I create an environment for him to make the decisions, yeah. for him to make the plays. And I think that's where the NBA is gone. Like, you, you know, whatever the form or shape of your best player is, whether he's – you know, Giannis at 6'11", or he's Chris Paul at 6'1", or Ja at 6'2", or whatever these guys are, you get him the ball and you try to beat me there. We, 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 I mean, we, the, the other parallel to this is, is I would, I would uh, talk, talk about football and, and the, the rise of essentially the black quarterback. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, you know, I'm going to get my best player the ball as, you know, as of quick, and use him in as many ways as I can so that you know you you got to deal with this. Yeah, because back in the day, some of those guys would have been receivers or running backs. Exactly. Kyler Murray would have been a running back or something. Lamar yeah. a receiver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now it's like, okay, no, hey, he could throw the ball as far as anybody on the team and or whatever. I whatever. mean, especially when you're probably in the youth and high school setting, and mm-hmm. and it's like he's the fastest guy we got, and he's, you know, I mean, he's the smartest guy we got. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are we doing this with anybody else? <laughs> yeah. Let him go. It was I another goofy little aside. I, I a friend of mine years ago was coaching middle school basketball. Down at um down at uh, a middle school next to Boone, and he was having trouble with the half court well, like one two two half court traps, and I came to his practice to just you know get some ideas, and he had two little guards, two shortest kids on the team, no ability, but he played them as guards, and I'm like watching the practice and I'm like, no wonder why you're getting eaten alive. These two kids can't see, they're not strong enough to throw over. And, and, and they're just not good. And so, like, the only change I made was I got two other kids that were a little bigger and could see and pass, and I moved them to the guard spot. Yeah. And suddenly the half-court trap was not very effective for the other team. <laughs> and it's just, like, again, yeah. what, what, what do you need this player to do? I need him to stand in a trap and fire passes out. Is the, is the 4'11 guy the answer or, like, the 5'8 guy? Exactly. You know. And I, I, we, we saw a little bit of this in the 2000s. Um but I just think those guys weren't as good as these guys. Like T Mac, when he came to Orlando, he was essentially what we're talking about. Oh, for sure. Um, Allen Iverson, he's essentially what we're talking yeah. about. I just don't think those guys are as skilled as an all around game as these guys are, as the Lucas and I, as the. I don't know. I hesitate to say that because now, you, I mean, the big thing with Allen Iverson was that they like to have Eric Snow kind of initiate the plays and they let Iverson kind of run off some actions and then get the ball and attack. Sometimes he did that, but a lot of times a lot of times he 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 acted well first of all he came into the league as a um as a point guard, right? Right. And um and then we make the Eric the Eric um snow move. But even then, he still his usage rate was still high. No, it's extremely five. high usage but he rate. Did, but there, he did run there off was some a action. subtle, it was subtle yeah, distinction it was. there. I, I think T Mac is a closer was parallel. Closer parallel. T Mac is one of those guys. Like, I feel he he's almost era immune. He could score, but he couldn't play make like these guys could play make. Yeah, he, I, worked, I, he couldn't play make. And um, I think it, I, I think if he if he came along now, he would be sharp in those areas. Maybe not elite, but. I, I just think he's almost an error-proof player. Mm. I mean, just again, you're talking about six eight six nine, long as hell, athletic as hell. Like you know, okay, you know, probably if he had a bigger role of playmaking and it was demanded more of him, he, he would evolve in that area. And then he had such elite scoring that, you know, 
it makes the playmaking easier. Yeah. So uh, he's one of those guys. I, I do. I put him up there. It's like, what a talent. What a player. And again, would fit to me. Fit extremely well in the modern game. I don't agree with that. All right, you could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a T Mac guy. Um, I think there's, you know, real reasons why he failed a lot in the in the, in the, in the postseasons. Um, I just don't think I think he could do a lot of those things. I just don't think he was skilled to do it at the level that these guys are doing. And that's the reason why he failed a lot. Um, I don't think he I don't think he scored efficiently a lot. Um, and he wasn't good enough to take and make all of the pass shots or a decent percentage of the bad shots that he would take. And that really hurt the team and put the team in a lot of uh, precarious positions. And, um, yeah, that's my take on T-Mac. Uh, but the Orlando area, they fucking love him. You better not say anything about him. And <laughs> for you, some you, odd you, reason, they thought he was right there one and two with Kobe, and that you, was just never the case. You know, know. You, you know what the thing was, though? Like, And, and I, I felt it at the time. You know, he came in that, that – transfer window where it was like we might get Tim Duncan we get Grant Hill and we get T-Mac and mm-hmm. it felt like you it felt like that whole like we're an inch away from being unbelievable yeah and you missed Tim Duncan and he has great career that was an inch away yeah and then you know Grant Hill was hurt the whole freaking time yeah and for and I I you know I can't remember the span of time but but for probably a good two two and a half seasons T-Mac just took it he, I mean, he just stood tall and was like, every night, I'm getting buckets. I'm going to carry this team. It's not a great team. I thought I was coming to play with other stars, and and like he willingly took that on. Maybe it, maybe it wore him down and and ultimately beat him. But I mean, I mean, just remember watching night to night like this dude is just he's he don't he care. He was good. Yeah, yeah, he was good, and he, he had the warrior mentality. I just I just don't think he was as good as people think he is. I mean, I, I, no, I, I mean, but I'm saying I, yeah. I, I, I what I'm the point I'm saying is that by by so willingly accepting that for that window of time, that's what it enhanced. Yeah, his yeah. you know his, his um, reputation. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 a lot of a lot of players in that era had that similar thing to Iverson. Like I now I now have come to a realization. I, I'm Iverson wasn't as good as I thought he was. But yeah. he had a lot of that element you were talking oh, about. Oh, he very took strong. It on, yeah, 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 very yeah. strong. Yeah. At that time, he took on the city. It was a bad team. And he, yeah. year after year, he came out. He battled. He played through injuries. He did all this. And that's why the city loved him. And he had the – and being the small guy. Yeah. Like, that, that was yeah, a big part of it. Just, yeah. you know. I, the first thing I ever read about, about Allen Iverson was it was um, this guy is a six-foot-tall Michael Jordan. <laughs> and it was when he was hadn't even got to Georgetown yet. Yeah, I've never had laid eyes on him. Yeah, that's the first thing I remember reading about him. And then you started watching him play, like motherfucker, <laughs> this guy is like, yeah, he's going for it all. Like it's yeah. just and a true athlete. You hear this about LeBron. I don't hear this about a lot of guys, but they said Allen Iverson would have been a better football player. It would have been better in the NFL. You yeah, yeah. Well, there's some weird story. Like Kyle Korver was was on uh, one yeah, of the yeah, podcasts, yeah, 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 yeah. and he was saying like, you know. As late as he would go out at night and stuff like that, like they would yeah. be like running laps on a track and he would like backpedal and beat people and <laughs> yeah. like just ridiculous yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, ridiculous you know, stuff. yeah. And I'd heard like like just him throwing a ball was like something that like yeah. you know, it it flew out of his hand. Like, yeah, maybe if it was more Kyler Murray's back in that day, maybe <laughs> like, but they would have had to put him at like corner or something. He just said he just wasn't interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Well I mean again, but the whole it, high school arrest thing. Yeah. Oh it just, yeah, yeah, yeah it created that, I mean yeah. Georgetown gave him a life raft at yeah, the time. Yeah. That's you know, really what it was. I mean, it, and again he didn't play. I mean he did not play his senior year in either sport. Yeah. 
he won titles as a junior, and then the the, the bowling alley arrest and all that stuff happened. Yeah, and he was you know kind of fortunate to get a life raft with George, Georgetown. So we we don't even know how he would have you know, developed. But again, I think back in that era physical prototype i mean i remember when kyler murray was drafted first i couldn't help but think i'm like this this would never happen before <laughs> a five eight five nine guy like as a quarterback is drafted number one and nobody's questioning nobody's it questioning. it's just like, hey good good pick like that was ridiculous <laughs> like for so many years you know yeah. even like when cam newton was like the top pick like you know he looked like a virtual superman yeah you know and you're like, okay yeah you know, go him, you know? <laughs> but like I mean, I, yeah, that whole draft with Kyler Murray going first, I was just like, man, this is just, this says something. This changed. Yeah. Like, what are we, like, this is just different. People no, are like, seriously, okay. Seriously. You know, and I, honestly, you got, I mean, you have to look at the success of Russell Wilson prior to Kyler, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just opened that up. It's like, hey, well, this guy can do this. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, the, the guy that always stands out is like the antithesis of the drafting is, is Chris Leak from Florida. Oh, from Florida. He came yeah. in as like a highly touted quarterback prospect. And yeah, I don't know, four or five star guy, and, and and this and that, and it's like you know, he had a decent career at Florida, but like you know, he didn't have a big arm, he didn't have big stature, he wasn't particularly mobile. And by the end of his college career, I'm like, how the fuck was this guy like so highly rega- regarded as a high school guy? <laughs> like, because again, you're usually looking at like the physical prototype, prototype guy, yeah. you know, give me the six three guy who's about 215 pounds with a rocket arm and. And that's our, you know, best quarterback in the country. Not the six-foot guy with a popgun arm. Yeah. Like, how did he fool these people? Yeah. So. And and, and think about a prototypical guy. We ended up getting the, the guy from Oviedo. He was a five-star. He was a prototypical, but he was fucking just got No, no, no. Him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Haggerty. Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Ja- uh, Haggerty. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jeff yeah. Driscoll. And uh, that was, okay, disgusting. so that, that. He actually made it to the league all off of this I think he's still in there. That's, that's, that's. that's just giving well, the, away money. I was coaching at Oviedo at the time basketball. Okay. And we had Blake Bortles. Yeah. And I, you know, I would go to the football games. Really enjoyed it. And, um, but like they would play each other once a year. And for me, I'm like, what's the difference between these two? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. seriously, because yeah, seriously. Blake Bortles was, you know, probably yeah. six four, six five, like very yeah, much the prototype yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, Blake Bortles is a high school guy. He had he had some some mobility. Yeah. Um, yeah, wasn't a flashy runner, but like he was like had a good athleticism. And again, a, a big arm, and you're like, you know, why is this guy going to Florida as like a five star guy, and this other guy, like, people want to make him a tight end, like, like <laughs> and to his credit, he, he had a great career at UCF, was a third pick in the draft, yeah. picked way higher than than Jeff Driscoll. I felt vindicated. At <laughs> I'm like, whatever. I think we were chasing Tebow, man. We were chasing <laughs> yeah. Tebow part two. I think you were. Yeah, I yeah, totally yeah. think you were because he kind of had that. He was a little thicker than yeah. Blake at the time. He had a reputation as being a, a bit of a runner too. Physical. Yeah, and I did the. the the Tebow physical comparisons were were very evident, yeah. but you know, n- not really applying. Nothing past that. No, yeah, no. I actually had a um, a nephew at the time. He um, about six three, about one hundred ninety pounds, was playing high school receiver up in Georgia, and um, was on that one of those teams that like ran ninety five percent of the time. Mm. And I told him, I said, and I told his dad, like, you should move to Oviedo for your senior year. And play at one of these two schools, um, I'll all but guarantee you that you'll go Division One. Yeah, you know, I, I can't tell you it would be Florida or Florida State, but you'll go Division One. All the eyes are on those guys yeah. already, already there, and you're yeah. going to be this guy because he you're fit the profile. The he was like a six-three yeah. guy. Yeah. He ran well, and uh, yeah, ended up being a walk-on at Troy and didn't get any traction there. And I'm like, it, it, again, 
being a scholarship player is way different oh, yeah, as far yeah, as the opportunities. Yeah. You like know, it could they're happen, invested. The, the reality is this. When a school offers you a scholarship, they're investing in you. Yeah. And they're going to give you every chance they can to succeed versus the walk-on guy. You got I mean, as the walk-on guy, you got to, like, so far outperform <laughs> everybody else. And the opportunities are still going to be Yeah, made. I'm about to say, and you got to catch some breaks. Not only that, you got to catch yeah. some breaks. Yeah. Injuries or whatever. Right. A, a guy fucking falling off the map. Like, you yeah. catch some breaks. Man. Yeah, guy, guys getting arrested. I'll feel trouble. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> might might want to set a couple guys up. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> slip some cocaine on the, on the guy's bed or something. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm heading to Gainesville with a kilo of cocaine. And big dreams. <laughs> big, big dreams, man. Big dreams. We're going to shake this depth chart up. <laughs> at uh, the NFL, the, the, the playoffs, you know, the sort of the matchups are shaping up. It, uh, it's looking like it's going to be Dallas versus Tampa. Uh, Tampa's locked into that number four seed after winning. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. We're in Florida, so we get a lot of Bucks guys, a lot of Bucks fans. Um, and, of course, Cowboy fans are everywhere. Okay. Cowboy fans are rampant. And, um, like roaches in my college apartment. <laughs> I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't know who I would want to see win. I don't know. I like Tom Brady. I would want the Bucks to win. Okay. Just for Tom. Do I, you think they would win? Like, would you, like. I wouldn't bet on them to win. Right, right. Okay, no. Okay. I, I think I, if healthy, the Dallas pass rush will really bother Tom. Mm. And, um, the, the, I mean, they've kind of done Tom Brady things the last couple of weeks. They yeah. haven't played great. But they've kept game close. If the defense, yeah, I was about to say the defense yeah. keeps the game close. Yeah, they've like last week. He they really got going with Mike Evans had an oh, amazing yeah, game. Yeah. But the two prior wins, it was literally like just tractor pull into the fourth quarter, give Tom a drive at the end, and and he, he gets you the win, and that's it. But they did. I mean, they, they Mike Evans had an amazing game the other day. Yeah, and uh, that was the first time they looked kind of explosive. But they were down, I think, fourteen nothing. No, they were like in the beginning of the game. Yeah. So they 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 their margin for error is so small, and I would favor that that Dallas Cowboy pass rush to really hamper their ability to do anything. And uh, unless Dak's going to give you a Dak special, <laughs> that's that's your that's, main that's, hope. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cough up bucks. a couple picks. Yeah, mismanage the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, nobody knew the rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's, that's all I was. Try, I tried to tell um, uh, what's our guy Wood. Yeah, it's it's it, it's not that Dak is a bad quarterback because he's not. He's he's he, to to us he's. Maybe one of the king of the average guys, you know. What I mean? yeah. He's right up there with Kirk Cousins and those guys. Um, and if you say, if you want to make an argument, Dak is at the top of that list. Oh, go have it. Go man. ahead. Um, but it's just that things just happen. Like they, they, like yeah, you can tell me all, oh, but if it wasn't for the coach and the clock, or if it yeah. wasn't for this, and if he didn't throw that interception there, and what about the when he bounced back? He threw two interceptions, but he bounced back, and it acted like it didn't happen. But Listen, I mean, <laughs> like it did. The great thing about sports and history is that it's written by the victors. Yeah. And if you win, it all goes away. It does. But if you keep losing and they haven't won a playoff game it's since, what, Roger Starbuck? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> Troy Aikman? I mean, come on. It's been a while. Um, it's going to be recorded. The failures are going to be recorded yeah, and, and you know. highlighted. And that's and that's the thing. So we'll see. Um, 
Yeah, what happens in that? Green Bay has caught fire. Damn, they've really and, – I um, didn't see that coming at all. I didn't, and the defense has turned into something like the, their first Super Bowl run. That defense was was, was hellacious, and this defense – They even really uh, locked up, up. Uh, Justin Jefferson the other way. Locked him up and threw away the key. That's crazy. They locked him up and threw away the key. I mean, nobody else has done much with him. No. I mean, he's just – yeah, he's they, been they had him in the MVP conversation, like after those yeah. three, the, the couple quarterbacks. Yeah, that, that was Jefferson. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, that was the, that was shocking to see. And and the cornerback, uh, I think it was his name is Alexander. I think. Yeah, Jared Jer- Alexander he called it like a voice. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That first game was a fluke. I'm telling you guys. Yeah. Like, no, I can't. Really, it sounds like me. Like he's if a guy funny. scores on me, it's like, no, nah, man. Listen, I'm telling you, this guy's not that good. He's, and that's what he's. He's funny because he also got the pick against Tua, and he like he had like a super funny like yeah, post game yeah, yeah, description yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like. I mean, I I remember he played at Louisville. He was a high draft pick, good player. I didn't know until the last couple of weeks his personality. Like, yes, and then after really the fun. after the Minnesota game, the the reporters like, yeah, you know, we know you're a good corner, but we just didn't. Uh, he's and the reporters like, he says, no, I'm a great corner. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm a man. great corner. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm here for that. I yeah, I, I had no idea his um yeah his personality. Yeah, like that. man. That's but yeah, they're 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 catching fire. Looks like, looks like right now they would play um. I think they said the is it the hold on let me see here, Green Bay, if they make it in, I think they play the 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 uh, Giants or Seattle, one of those two. I, I have feel, to look that up. Feel very comfortable if I'm the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust Daniel Jones in a playoff game. They've had a quite good season. The, the Giants, they are in a position I would not want to be in. How so? Because they were setting up this season to get. Off of Daniel Jones after this year. Oh, okay. His contract is up after this year. They can move on, bring another guy in. But they've been like surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. Okay. If he wins one playoff game, you're stuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, you can, like we talked about, you yeah. can franchise tag him or whatever. Yeah. But you, you almost have to give him a deal. I yeah. Mean, yeah, you're been, in a tough he's spot. He's been productive. Yeah. Uh, but well, I, the, I wouldn't want to be that. I mean, the other two teams we haven't talked about is, I mean, Philadelphia is Philadelphia. They, they, they've yeah, struggled yeah. without Hurts, but that's to me expected. They need to win to get the luck up the number yeah. one seed. But the other team. Is, is the 49ers in yeah. that conference? They they've looked really good. They're they're yeah. rolling defensively. They're they're very much like the the Super Bowl team that lost to the Chiefs. Um, and I also analogize them to like the Harbaugh, um, Harbaugh 49er teams, which to me were were just always very physical, very tough minded. Yeah, and I feel that with this group. And then and then I really I mean, you know, McCaffrey's been a great pickup. Uh, he was just awesome, and it was a low risk yeah. move, and yeah. a, a move that you just saw coming. Uh, that front office, uh, shout out to Lynch and his staff, uh, they're just awesome. They pick up the right guys, they make the right, um, 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 you know, decisions, and, decisions stuff. and stuff like that. And and they're another. I mean, they they got Trey Lance coming off of a big injury on I, a rookie I was deal. Just going there. They've got what Jimmy G and his winning record, and now they got Brock Purdy rolling wins off that. Absolute last pick in the NFL draft, yeah. seventh round, Mr. Irrelevant. Pick. Yeah, what do you do with him after this year? I have no. What, what, if they, what do you what do? Because you really have to. Me, you have to. You, it's not him. You have to look at it as the three pieces. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, how? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what do you? Who are you going to rock with? Who? And like, and and what? And again, part of that equation is is probably going to come down to relative value too. Like you're going to say like, um, well, Jimmy G has no value. 
Yeah, but so maybe Trey Lance has the greatest Trey, value. Trey has to have the greatest value. You would think, but, but he but, didn't. He, but didn't he hasn't played great. He hasn't played a lot, and he hasn't he played, played great. great yeah. So it is funny, but like, and, and, but and, and people were using that excuse. Oh, he's still young. Give him time. Give him time. And I'm like, I don't know, because this is a ready-made team. He has everything around him. What I mean, I yeah. understand you need time, but the thing about it is, NFL young quarterbacks thrive because you have so much around him. And the 49ers were like at the top of that. <laughs> scenario yeah. where they had so much talent. It was pre-McCaffrey. It was he did play pre-McCaffrey. Yeah, and, and McCaffrey is a really good, but that team was stacked. No, the loaded team and loaded and, team yeah. before McCaffrey. For sure, was like a cherry on top. For sure. No, um, he he did not play. Man, how many games? He, he was wasn't. He only, wasn't terrible. Was it only like three games or something? It was. It was. It was. It was minute, and it, it was a low amount. But it, and he didn't play terrible. My my point is, a seventh rounder last pick has looked performed. He's performed better than you have. Yeah, and he's a rookie. He's not a seventh rounder that's been around for five. Yeah, you years. you you've he's had more time rookie. in the league than and this in guy. That system. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So so yeah, so you move. I think you, it, I I don't know. At this point, right? Say say for example, say they lose first round. Yeah, I think you still have to. I think you still have to lock in Purdy as their first, as your starter next year. I mean, you have what you have what? Okay, so what that. is the? But I guess the, and this is where that relative value thing comes. Like, is he on a multi year deal? It, um, is that yes. pick? Oh, is that pick? I don't. I don't is know. It, is it partially guaranteed? I don't know. That's, that's you hope it would be team option. Yeah, because that makes it easy. It makes it if very he's easy. on a deal for for you know the wages of a seventh round player, oh, yeah. and you you can option him in and keep him for another year. Hundred percent. That's done. Now, what do we do with with Jimmy and with and think, with, with I think, Trey? I think you were because Jimmy came on a very team friendly deal. So and Trey's still on a rookie deal, right. albeit a top five pick deal. I think you lock in Jimmy as your backup. I, if Purdy, uh, I, I, this is what it is. If Purdy at least wins one playoff game and he performs like he has been, you know, nothing special, but he's good. You lock in going to next year. You lock in Purdy as your starter. You lock in Jimmy as your backup. And you move Trey. And you move Trey for something. Yeah. And I think that's what they do because you can't have Trey as your backup. It's that's that's week week to week. You have Purdy on the clock. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very difficult. Be very I difficult. think it's gonna be difficult either way. It's though. gonna be difficult either way. I mean, like it, it's. I mean, in a way, we look yeah. at it, it's a good problem to have, but it's not. Yeah. Cause, you know, because I, I, whoever it is, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy will go into camp thinking he should start. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Trey would, yeah. and and Purdy, particularly if he wins a playoff game, is gonna be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because remember, they got off to a rocky start with Trey. Trey gets hurt. Jimmy revived that team. Yeah. And then he just got hurt like he always do, but he got hurt. But, right. he, but he was doing well. The team was performing well with Jimmy. Yeah. No, he, they, they had turned the corner when he was there. Yeah, yeah. And then somewhere in the middle of that, they made the McCaffrey trade. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and then it, then it kind of goes to another level still. Yeah. So, so like you said, yeah, Jimmy may come in. But, I, but at the same time, I don't know. And I, again, in, like in, it's one of those things like you only need one fool. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like maybe somebody bites on the Trey Lance potential. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe just somebody bites on the Grappolo thing where they're this like, this guy does win. This is a quarterback star league. We talked, we talked yeah. about it. Uh, this yeah. is a quarterback, quarterback star of league, man. Yeah. It's a bunch sure. of them. A bunch of teams need one. And and, uh, and here goes the 49ers who doesn't need any more picks or talent. But they can <laughs> yeah. give up a quarterback and get more picks and talent. And, 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 and hey, credit to them. Yeah. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And they're in the NFC away from my team. So. <laughs> but I, I mean, so I, mean I, I, I think it's very competitive over there in the NFC, yeah. and, and I love the AFC too. I mean, you got yeah. the Chiefs, you got the Bills, you got the Bengals. NFL is in a great who place. Who are all? And let's give a shout out. I am if I'm rooting for any team this week, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin they can make got this to eight and eight. Yeah. 
Never had a losing season. Yeah. You got to play the 17th game. Yeah. Got to win it, man. Got to win it. I, I forget who they play. They play Cleveland. You think they play Cleveland? I think they play Cleveland. Oh, man. But I, I will be all in for the Steelers and Mike Tomlin to have a winning season. Yes. Now. Am I right or no? You are right. Okay. Now, Deshaun played. He had his first decent game last week, but he had been struggling before. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, last week they played they played the uh, Washington football team, who has benched their 1,000th quarterback for this year. <laughs> um, now they're on, like, their fourth-string quarterback. They're starting the uh, rookie, Sam Howell. I say decent. One-time one FSU commit. Oh, yeah? Late flip to North Carolina. So screw him, huh? Fuck it. <laughs> he never beat us, though. He never beat us. He came to Tallahassee in the in the like in in our lows, and we we somehow beat them. Like they were they were like ranked seven or something in the country. Yeah, came to Tallahassee and we somehow won the game. <laughs> uh, Deshaun, well, he was nine for eighteen for one hundred and sixty nine yards. That's three, not playing well. He had three <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> three I don't know the context. Fifty percent completion pass per percentage rate on less than one hundred and seventy yards. yards. I yeah. mean, come on, that's yeah. not a good game. No, I thought it was better than that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I would like to see Pittsburgh. I I, like I, I just want Tomlin to preserve. I think that's such an awesome accomplishment. And and ever since I saw him on the Pivot podcast, I'm a fan for life. No, I love his personality. Yeah. Um, and the team is not great. So Did you see somebody was telling a good story of him the other day? Or somebody like, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I love Tomlin, man. He's like, I w I just signed a free agent deal somewhere, and uh, he comes up to me after he goes, he goes, hey man, we were looking at you. And he's like, oh, thanks, Coach. Appreciate that. He goes, what'd they pay you? And then the guy says the number. He goes, we weren't going to pay you that. <laughs> <laughs> walks away. <laughs> so you got, uh, you got Coach Baruti here saying, go Dolphins. Go uh, Fins. Dolphins in a bad spot. They man. are. They're down to their third quarterback. Yeah, they are. Quarterback spot. attrition is, is real, man. Yeah. It's real. The, 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 What's interesting, the, the top of the top guys, they rarely get, like, knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. They rarely get yeah. hurt, hurt. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady had the one season where he missed, but, that, but I mean, he's played a thousand seasons. That's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know when the last time Aaron Rodgers has really missed a significant amount of time. He's missed chunks of seasons. Like, like. Last but it's not like yeah. I don't know if it's a significant amount of time. Yeah, no, it, it was like more than four or five once. games here, a couple yeah. times, a couple times. Because yeah. they've really they've traditionally like fallen apart when yeah. he hasn't played. Like I don't count like this Jalen Hurts. Like it's only been two games. games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I, and uh, I think Pat Mahomes is only a game or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Josh Allen always plays. Yeah. No, it, it did, and that underlines my fantasy football for you guys watching out there. Fantasy football theory: high level quarterbacks seldom get injured. The injury rate is extremely low. And those bastards put up points every week. Yeah. Get away from these dumb running backs. <laughs> and get, what, what, Jonathan Taylor was among the top, you know. He was. And he's missed significant time, and he's on yeah. a crap team. And it's like, I mean, it's how many times did Christian McCaffrey, was, was he the guy? Yeah. You know, and then he'd miss five games or something. Yeah. You know, like I said, the, 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 the true stars, like they don't, the quarterbacks don't miss a lot of time. Yeah. You know, and by and large, they put up more points on a per-week basis than – even the best running back or receiver. They do, they do. Um, shout out to me. I actually won our fantasy league. Congratulations. I actually won our fantasy league. And to your point, for a while that was true. I had Lam I drafted Lamar. I had like the whatever, 12th pick, and I picked Lamar first. Um, so I went quarterback first. But he, he got hurt uh, towards the middle end of the season. But I, I, I regrouped, and uh, I but won. I, I, you won. I can't take that away from you. But I had – 
one of the great fantasy football seasons in history. You had the best fantasy football season in our league. I, I had I was I, I think I had my total points you were about two hundred more than away. anybody. Yeah. And my top two picks, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow in a two quarterback league. You in your uh you made it to the playoffs, you were in the game to make it to the championship. So semi final game. Yeah. You just went up against uh absurd Juan Juan got me <laughs> from uh, what's the what's the uh, is it Cam Akers? Cam Akers, yeah, yeah. He just had one FSU of those. guy came back and got me. He had a crazy game. He did. If it he wasn't did. for that, you'd have won. I know. No, I, dude, if it wasn't for, I mean, that game was only like, I think, a point or two apart. Yeah. yeah. We both had great scores for the week. Yeah. And, like, literally just a point or two short. And then his, team, his team fell apart against my team. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Shot his load. <laughs> <laughs> smoking cigarettes and eating sandwiches in the final. Juan wasn't built to last. <laughs> one round chump. That's funny, man. Yeah. I was, I was like, usually I'm kind of like almost indifferent on fantasy football. I was actually into my team this year. I was, I was so bummed to lose. They were good, man. Yeah, man. They were good. All righty, here. That's that. that, I think that'll do it for today. Um, what I am going to do on the way out, I'm going to play a a song. Um, uh, from One Dog. He 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 just released a new project. Crucify the Crown is on all streaming platforms. All righty, this is my favorite song from the project. Uh, once again, you have been on the bench on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. Um, we'll be back next week. I have um, there's a couple of guests we got lined up that we're hoping to couple. get. Yeah, I'm in close talks <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Haha uh, uh, Clint Dix, former NFL Pro Bowler. I like it. Uh, we're from the same place, Edenville. So if he doesn't make it happen, I'll make sure that his family knows. <laughs> um, but he just took a new job. At, with Alabama, so he left last week. Oh, so, okay. So uh, okay. he's an assistant coach now, and I'm sure he's going to be on the recruiting trail, finishing yeah. up this recruiting. Yeah, and, yeah. And and, and 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 this is his first time as an assistant coach, so I'm sure, sure it's a learning curve. So we might not get him for a little while. Is he while. is he going to be an on field coach or, or support staff? Uh, I don't know. That's one of the questions we would ask. Yeah. Um, I just know his title is going to be um, assistant coach, assistant. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, I want Just Black in here soon. We'll get him in here. Um, and then we have Jamal Weeks. Um, uh, um, uh, oh, Lord. How did I not know this? I don't know if he's former uh, MLB or active MLB player. Uh, but we're going to get him in here. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Blu-ray for making that happen. Um, we'll catch you guys next week. Let's see you next week. We're out. Tell my daddy I forgive him when my day comes. Tell my baby girls I'll ride when my day comes. Hold my mama while she cries when my day comes. Tell partly ride when my day comes. Tell my daddy I forgive him when my day comes. Tell my baby girls I'll ride when my day comes. Hold my mama while she cries when my day comes. Tell partly ride when my day comes. Walking down this lowly road and it was surely them. Yeah, Sheila left me here. It's no doubt in my mind, my big sis was heaven sent. Hennessy and Nyquil, fuck it, Bitcoin, just pour it. At that moment, I felt like the ties me and God had, it was his fault that I tore it. Several times, bloody cries. From the white man, the pastor, and the people in my life, I swear all I hear is lies. From hoop dreams to a pocket full of dime. Yes, I lost my mind when my big brother name turned into a DC number. Yes, DJ died. And a crap pipe took up a father and son's precious time. I give it to you how it was gave to me, so you don't have to.
have to read between no lines We all paid our dues to a one-way ticket to hell's place I recognize Golden Gates doesn't open up for candidates Special guard ain't on the license plate Yes, I want us all to unite and bow our heads Or you continue being disrespectful and fake And I can sling that barrel until we get the record straight Yes, the devil's playground I embrace I took my pieces out the tube and threw it against the wall I bet you none of them would break That dark hole of tormented souls Yes, I swam in that place Yes, I vouched for my nigga Yeah, yeah, I put that on my face Yes, gator face Yes, I seen so many been crown When I know they flaw and fake They use pent words like a pastor with a spirit of a snake Yes, I was walking under the floors with my eyes closed Smoking Newport shorts Back to back in that dope hole My Sunday school teacher got cracked smoke all in her church clothes My little partner laughing at her while those dirty lines are burning the halves up his nose Yeah, damn, I can't let my next time my daughter see me is in a jail cell or in a funeral home My tears strolled out my face and shouted my cheekbones It's funny, but not so funny when I went out my way to make sure you never felt like you was alone I can't help but feel like the riddles upon this planet God put it on my heart to give you strips to read when that kite landed On my back the cross is branded Them crackers put a nooses around my neck because I'm the last real black soldier standing My last word with written in Hebrew on that canvas God, I feel all alone What are my people gonna do when you call me home? Tell my daddy I forgive him when my day comes Tell my baby girls I'll ride when my day comes Hold my mama while she cries when my day comes Tell partly ride when my day comes. Tell my daddy I forgive him when my day comes. Tell my baby girls I'll ride when my day comes. Hold my mama while she cries when my day comes. Tell partly ride when my day comes.